What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 32 of the No Mercy podcast. The world is burning and Hollywood is on fire in a bad way for them, in a good way for us. So I am excited. I am jacked up on this podcast. We talked about the Twitter hacking. We talked about the pedophilia situation. We talked about Pedo Wood. We talked about Chrissy Teigen, Rain Wilson. We talked about the Washington Redskins and the controversy that's going on there. I have a whole new conspiracy theory about the Redskins, which I dropped on this podcast. Uh, we talked about Wayfair. Uh, you name it. We covered it. We, we, we spent a lot of time jumping all over the place. I tried to hit everything that's popping right now. Uh, brought on two guests with me today, two of my best friends. Sam Tripoli, you guys know. He's been on the podcast before. Uh, I've been on his podcast, Patreon, live streams, everything. He's, a, he's beyond friend. He's family. And uh, Sam came on, was gracious enough to squeeze us in. Uh, I had to get this thing out ASAP. All my guys were busy. Everyone short notice. So Sam was like, fuck it, I'll do it. I think he was holding a baby in his lap the whole time he did it. That's dedication from my boy. So uh, appreciate Sam Tripoli. He's part of the reason why this podcast took off in the first place. So uh, thank you, Sam, if you're listening, for uh, coming on with us. And then one of my best friends, Mike Romanelli, who you guys have probably seen me do shows with on Sam's, on Sam's Tinfoil Hat podcast. And uh, Romanelli just launched his own podcast, the Free Thinker Society. He's just he, he's a wealth of knowledge. This dude, I sit on the phone with him and Sam probably four times a week. We'll be on the phone for four hours just talking nonsense. It's like pay-per-view, just everything you can imagine, stuff that we probably can't even vocalize in real life. So really fun to have those guys on. They're going to be a part of the new site that's being built, the new community that we're building. Um, for those of you that are new and don't know what's happening with that, uh, we have a phenomenal community that's being built right now. I have a couple investors and friends that are in it. Mike's involved. Sam's involved. Pretty much everyone in the conspiracy world is going to be invited and or involved in this. This is not going to be a you know me, me, me type thing. I really want to f- build a home for all of us where we if anyone who gets censored, anyone who gets banned, uh, just, all the outcasts to just come into one spot and have our own forums, chat rooms, sub chat rooms, you know. The, the ideal situation where we have an alien chat room, we have a political chat room, we have all these different places people can go and bounce around, dating site within the community, uh, stock trading, sports gambling, fantasy, yoga, cannabis, uh, anything you guys could think of, I could build a vertical for it within this. That's, it's fully functional and flexible. Merchandise. Uh, so we're going to start it in a phase or two, and we should have the first phase coming out. Uh, probably in the next two weeks. I don't don't hold me to that. These are tech people, so I don't really fuck with them. They don't fuck with me because I just sit there and go, "Come on, come on, I need this shit." So they kind of stay in their lane, I stay in mine. But uh, it should be shortly. We should have an announcement at least in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned on, stay on the lookout for that. Uh, Sam and Mike had to jump uh, because I squeezed them in and I told them an hour and it was two hours. So they had to jump. They stayed longer than they should have. But uh, the last ten minutes, I answered a question which I get a lot of, which is how do these athletes and celebrities and you know, musicians go from like 15-year-old, innocent, talented kids to blood-sucking vampires by the time they're 30 years old. So I tried to spend the last 10 minutes on a little solo rant explaining that process. I get this question all the fucking time, and it makes sense because it's tough to envision. So I tried to walk you through that process uh, at the very end of the podcast. Uh, the process, the, the, uh, the order is Twitter hack, pedophilia, Chrissy Teigen, Redskins, then Wayfair, then Rant. So that's basically how it went. And uh, we don't do any ads on here or anything. So the best way for you guys to support the podcast, just take a second. Go click that five-star button over there. When I was fighting with Jamel Hill and all these fucking trolls on the internet, I know I knew they were going to do it. They all came to the podcast to hear what I was going to say, and they all fucking gave it one-star ratings. First time in two years we've ever been below five stars. So go pop some five stars in there and get this shit back up. 
And uh, leave a review if you can, because obviously they're posting bad reviews. They're just trying to attack it, and fuck them. Uh, I don't give a shit, but if we could stop it, let's stop it. So appreciate any subscription, download, and review you guys do. Uh, love you guys, and plan to do a lot more of these and bring you guys a lot more Tommy G and the family uh, once we launch this site. So I am done talking. Enjoy the show. Without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 32. My guests want it to be 33, but it's 32 of the No Mercy podcast. We got a lot of shit to talk about. For those of you that are new, uh, you should know by now, even if you're new, because if you just found me recently, you probably found me from a curse-laden video, so you should be aware that this is very uncensored. <laughs> and I'm usually on here with uh, my brother, Kurt, the bod, and Bob's lessons. Got two special guests and great friends. I don't even call them friends anymore. They're family that are coming on here, and they curse as much as I do. So now you got three guys that are going to be cursing and saying shit that's going to offend the children. So make sure you put your headphones in. Don't listen to this around work, people. First, I want to introduce... My man, Mike Romanelli. Romanelli is one of my best friends. Uh, We go way back. We have mutual acquaintances that go back even further. Romanelli likes to do podcasts. He likes to cook. And he likes to take DMT and have Baphomet (laughs) breathing on his neck over his back. So what up, Romanelli? What's up, Tommy? Thank you so much for having me on here, man. It's great. No, of course. Thank you. Of course. So you're in the the podcast game now. You're joining me in Tripoli over here. So (laughs) I've come out of the closet. You're out of the closet. Not, not, not with the uh, sexuality yet. That'll be probably soon. But Romanelli's podcast, make sure you check it out. Romanelli, they can find all your shit, right, at uh, freethinker.tv, right? Yeah, you can find all, We have a few podcasts. You can find us there. Yep, for sure. Um, but the, okay. the, for people that are into this content, it's uh, the Freethinker Society with Mike Romanelli on all podcast platforms. Right. And what do you guys talk about? Just DMT trips and crazy shit? Or <laughs> we, we talk – I mean – Lately, it's been a lot of Q and that kind of stuff. But yeah, we just talk, we talk about anything that's just outside the, the norm, you know, and right. a lot of psychedelics and all kinds of stuff like that. And some of your some of your guests actually find God while they're on air. So uh, <laughs> or speak, or speak, or speak, to, speak to God. Interesting stuff on the freethinker.tv website. Find <laughs> Romanelli on Twitter, guys. As I'm saying this, this is important, especially for the next jerk off that I'm going to bring in here. But uh, while you're listening to this, go open up your Twitter app. Get it in your hand. I'm going to give you two handles right now that are very important. Uh, You guys know I'm building a whole new community for the conspiracy world and alternative news and sports and everything. These two guys are going to be a big part of it, so make sure you're following them. Uh, Romanelli's is at Freethinker. That's easy. TV. So at Freethinker TV. So give him a follow over there. Me and uh, my next guest, who I'm going to announce, just baited him onto Twitter. So he's new to Twitter, so give him a follow. And then we have the Godfather, the G of all G's, the, the roughest of the roughnecks, the man who goes the hardest in the paint. My dude, one of my mentors, one of my best friends, Sam Tripoli. Trip, what up, motherfucker? Thank you, Tommy G. Thank you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can. You sound sexy as fuck. Oh, bro. snaps. I'm getting no little, little squiggly lines, but that's fine. How are you, Don't brother? worry about those lines. You, you took ah, up here on they are. lines. I do get yeah. caught up on the lines, dude. <laughs> That's your whole problem, right, Sam? Yeah, that was why I'm in the 12-step program. Yeah. Got cut up on the <laughs> So for those, I mean, you have to know Sam Tripoli. If you don't, uh, tinfoil hat cast. 
Follow him on Twitter. His Twitter got shut down. So yep. Tripoli was part of the censorship bullshit from Jack and Twitter. He was up around like 80,000, 90,000 and surging uh, from 60 to like 90 in like a month and a half. Got too close to the fire, flew too close to the sun with truth. So his new handle is at Ronin, R-O-N-I-N, Sam Tripoli. Yeah, uh, dude. Make sure you follow Tripoli. Go on. I was starting to get some like Tommy G likes, you know, I was getting like a thousand likes and I was like, man, people actually <laughs> like me. And then boom, they shut down. Didn't even tell me what tweet it was. It, it might have been about something about this guy's mom's butthole being a time machine. Uh, I think that might be what shut me down. And uh, so, and they did. They didn't even let me fight back. They said, "Nope, that's closed. Start a new one." So here's the key, guys. But to tell you is, you can't start a new a, a new account. So you have to have multiple accounts already going. So when they whack one, you can just start your next one. Because if you start one after they take it, then you're technically violating their agreement. But if you already have one going, another one, a backup one, they can't really say anything. So that's kind of what I'm doing on Twitter, on uh, on um YouTube. I mean, they're, they're taking weird videos off of YouTube that make no sense. Like, we're talking a video about four years ago to get 100 views. They ding me for something. I'm like, that, nobody yeah. even watches that. Dude, I, I've I, when I got the Twitter warnings, when they were talking about, uh, I got content removed from, like, a year ago. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that, that makes you nervous, because then you're like, wait, are they going all the way the fuck back? Because I just might as well delete this shit now. If oh, they happens. do. There are people who are making livings doing that. That's their yeah. job. They want to put heads on stakes, and they, they want to just be – they think they're going to be famous. or I don't even know what it is, but at the end of the day, here's what I've learned about everything, right, is uh, I've watched all my friends. All you have to do is wait seven days. Seven days, and then it's over. It's Very over. Yeah. So, like, let's say a firestorm starts. Get a plane. Go somewhere. Seven days, come back, it will be all. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the things you said, too. I think there's something else with the censorship, and we're going to talk about this, so maybe we'll start with this since it's probably not the, uh, the biggest topic going on right now. But with that, I don't think you want to label your account as your backup account, if I'm not mistaken. I think you want to just have it as a separate thing. Don't yeah. write that it's a backup account. Right, right. But like Sam Ted, have it available. But they're coming after everyone. So uh, we will all disappear at some point and uh, come back. We are the virus. Don't worry about this censorship shit. I mean, but, they're going uh, after, to- like, the uh, some of the big-name people, like Andrew Schultz has been complaining mm-hmm. about Facebook, uh, uh, basically banning some of his videos on Epstein. And I'm like, dude, they're all part of the – it's like, dude, Zuckerberg's on the flight logs, dude. Yeah, like he's I mean, right there. That rock, and he's a Rockefeller, by the way. And I don't know if your fans know this, but you know, you know, the libertarians are very interesting because they're always talking about you got to have free market. You can't let the government come in, and uh, because no one can compete about that. Yet these people, like, and I'm not saying the base of the libertarian. I'm talking about the libertarian leadership who makes the talking points. None of them talk about how all of our social media companies are basically arms of the government and Mm -hmm. are allowed to operate at a loss. That's why places like BitChute, Gab, all these other places can't compete. You're right. Romanelli, I know you got to take on this. No, I'm saying, I mean, YouTube was at a loss for how many, and they're probably still at a loss, but yet Google and YouTube are one of the biggest companies in the world, but they were running at a loss for, for years, for years. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean. How does that, YouTube that, before their bandwidth, all the videos being uploaded? Think about that. 
How do they afford that? Twitter I mean, hasn't gotta, made money since like what, yeah. 2016 or 17 or something like that? No. So here's what they're telling. Here's what I just had a woman named uh, on my show named Helen Byninsky. And she talks about how what they're doing is people are leaving. It's almost what, um, what was that? Uh, what was that cheating website where, you know, oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something Ashley Mad- Madison, yes. Ashley Madison, where a woman would join. Don't but, ask me why I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> and she would, she would then quit the site, but the site would keep her account active, but take it over. So uh-huh. that's what they do on Twitter now. So people will be leaving Twitter, but they'll keep their accounts going and, and replace them with robots. Yep. So yep. these bots now cause all this chaos. Yeah, and, and something happened the other day with the Twitter blackout, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to hit all the major stuff that's going on as much as we can. I mean, we could be here for 12 hours if we tried to go in-depth on everything, but the main things I want to talk about with you guys while we're here is the Twitter hack that just took place uh, corresponding with the Q blackout uh, on the Q map, which was very interesting. We have the Washington Redskins, which I'm going to tee the fuck off on. Uh, that's my original home base sports. And then we also have Pedogate and pedo wood and just all the tweets that are being unearthed right now so we'll start with twitter just because i think this censorship twitter ban that happened the other day will be fairly quick we'll get in we'll get out and we'll get to more of the fun stuff but uh romanelli give me your take first you saw it i mean i was affected by it every blue check mark on twitter got blacked out and there was a q drop that everyone has been leaning on for the last 11 weeks uh talking about we are here step through week two week three week four week eight week nine and week 11 is blackout, right? So when we all saw this stuff, we initially thought, oh, 10 days of darkness or the internet's going to go down. And this is blackout week. And I mean, you can't have much more of a cue proof than Twitter blacking out accounts and then someone actually releasing one of the employees accidentally or whatever, or the hacker did it, releasing the administrative dashboard on Twitter showing that they have lists of blacked out accounts that they're monitoring on a daily basis to kick us off. So... Romanelli, I'll kick to you first on this whole Twitter blackout, what you think it was all about. I mean, I th- one thing I want to say right out the, the gate, which is interesting, is Donald Trump wasn't one of those people blacked out, which is kind of interesting, right? right? That was pretty yep, interesting. Yep. And um, I, I don't know much about it. I was working um, while it was going on, and then I went, I got home and I started researching it. But um, yeah, I mean, I saw that all the check marks got blacked out for a little while. It's crazy. And then Gates, Gates, come on, man, he is computers that's his whole thing right and he was right. he was hacked i mean it was crazy it was gates it was obama yeah. it was uh bezos it was apple it was like it was it was biden it was literally picture an illuminati left-wing cabal member uh and they were basically blacked out of twitter and it was all over a bitcoin scandal the what happened was there was the blackout people's accounts got hacked and then they were going out there saying uh, things like, you know, give us, you know, give us X amount of dollars in Bitcoin and we'll double it and return it right back to you. And it's from people like Elon Musk and Joe Biden. So I think they made like $10 million trip yeah. on fucking. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I know triple he's got a fucking wow. rabbit hole here. So I'll kick to you. Yeah. Uh, well, I love it. First of all, I, you know, it's like sometimes there's scans where it's like, you know, I, it's hard for me to feel bad for you because you just did something really stupid. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's really stupid. Uh, you know, man, I, I think I do. Listen to me, man. 
the, the most skeptic of people have to be wondering what is going on because it's not business as usual. So you have all these blue check marks uh, being, uh, you know, shut down. My condolences, Tommy G. Okay, uh, that you couldn't be put out any of your power threads for two hours or so. <laughs> You know, uh, but I would gladly sacrifice my account to take down all the rest of Hollywood. Well, so I mean, I do. I, I, I felt like I felt like Jesus. You're a great example about the power now of like Twitter threads. Twitter threads are now the new news article. It is uh-huh. how people consume their their news now. The best Twitter threads. You learn more that in YouTube videos, and it's what's been demonized for. Ever, but I mean, like Jimmy Kimmel stepped out. Al Ellen's done. Tom Hanks is gone. I mean, it's just like all these things that, like, you know, I was talking for years. Eddie Bravo was talking for years. We got called crazy people. All of that stuff is like all out in the open right now. Like, and this Wayfair stuff is crazy. And like, they try to disbunk it, and it's just like, dude, it just doesn't make any sense. Their reaction to it doesn't make sense. It's just like, okay. I mean, individually you can explain them off, but you know, uh, collectively it is just chaos. It does not make sense. And it all fits into, dude, there is a war going on for this November election. It is satanic pedophiles versus crime bosses. That's my opinion. That's it, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's what this comes down to. And I know all of us have making, you know, we've all given our take as far as, you know, from a biblical aspect, a religious aspect, a race aspect. And in Tripoli, we were on the phone this morning. It was basically this is just pedophiles versus everyone else like that. This is satanic pedophiles versus the world. Yep. That's what's going on right now. And the best thing for me, I never was really active on Instagram. Uh, you guys know I basically live on Twitter, right? So I never was that active on Instagram. Even if you go down far enough on my Instagram, like if you just go back like three or four months, it's all pictures of family and, you know, nonsense. It's, it's, it's not a conspiracy Instagram, right? But I started recently really ratcheting it up. And I'm telling you guys, for those of you that are just on Twitter, um, get on Instagram. Yeah. YouTube, obviously, we already know about. But yeah. I can't even tell you how many... Because Instagram's all normal people, right? Facebook's a bunch of family members screaming at each other. Twitter's a fucking dungeon. But Instagram's a lot of, like, the girls you went to high school with and, you know, regular people like that who aren't batshit, who don't want to get near Facebook and don't like Twitter. I can't tell you how many people are waking up just from stories, dude. Every morning I wake up to messages from people I haven't seen in five years, girls from high school, shit like, Tommy, like, is this really happening? So if you're looking to wake people up, that's not really an echo chamber on Instagram, so I think you got to get over there and, and start an account. I'm Tommy G Patriot over there. Um, Trip, you got what's your Instagram again? Uh, at Sam Tripoli, and I got something else to say about Instagram. Instagram is owned by um, Facebook, but the thing about right. Instagram is it's so much harder to fake a fake account. It's um because what they do now is the fake a fake account is they make their their accounts private. So what I do is if someone talks smack. And I go to their account, and it's private. I block them instantly. They're, uh-huh. They can't. It's it's way harder to fake a fake account because on Twitter, all you gotta do is tweet some dumb stuff, and you have enough for you know people can believe yeah. you. Instagram, it's almost impossible to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's been it's been a good experience. Romanella, do you use uh, Instagram? Yeah, for the- I, I love Instagram. Um, Instagram, Freethinker TV. I'm on there a lot. Um, you're you're 100 right, Tommy. I mean. There's so many people waking up on Instagram. It's it's fucking beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, that, that's how you tell, man, because everyone lives in the, the echo chamber that we all live in, whether it's a liberal or a conservative or a truth or whatever it is. You know, everyone's got their own echo chambers. 
And it, that, that's how I gauge it. When people are like, is Trump going to win? I'm like, yes. I'm telling you, if this pedo shit pops, Trump's going to like, this is the way to get Trump in in November. And even if you're not a big Trump supporter, this is the way to keep Biden out in November. That's the way you should be looking at it. Because if he, that motherfucker gets in, the world's done. Yeah, we're like, fucked. I'm moving out of the country. Yep, we're fucked. Yeah, I'm out. So dude, this listen, listen yeah. dude. There's no way Joe Biden wins uh, l- legally. It's impossible. There's nobody talking That's about excitement. A- again, and this is what they're running the exact same campaign that they ran with Hillary, which is orange man bad. None of it's yeah. on policies because they can't run on policies because they're everything's goes back to listen, man. We can power rank the worst presidents ever. I, I think it goes very simply and you could have your order however you want it. It's uh it's Woodrow Wilson, the two Bushes, and then Clinton. And in that you know, uh, oh, you can say whatever you want about Obama. Obama's just an extension of the of of really all the way from Reagan all the way to Obama is the same clan, different tan. Yeah. It's all George Bush Senior. Okay, right, uh, right. but but uh, you can power rank them. The things that are wrong with the country right now directly go back to Bill Clinton policies that have been passed. Okay, that's a that's how it goes right now. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I'm a finance guy, so I mean, I always talked about the ninja loans, the no income, no job, no asset loans that Clinton pumped through right before he left office that allowed the whole crash of the financial markets to happen. And, you know, a lot of people just don't know about this shit, Romanelli. I know, you know, you've had takes on everyone and everyone talks about Reagan like he's a god, right? I had his literal portrait, you know, sitting right in the front door when you walked in. And I still like a lot of the stuff Reagan did, but Reagan also contributed to a lot of the um, you know, crack epidemic and all that shit that went on. Yeah, he did. You know, it's funny, uh, Tommy, is that uh, after we've had some talks, I started going back onto Reagan. And I think uh, Sam hit it on the head is that I think Reagan was a puppet to uh, Bush, kind of like the yeah. how, how Bush's son was a puppet to Cheney. And so so I, I know I kind of gave you some shit for Reagan. And then I kind of went back and started doing some research. And uh, I really believe that's what that is all about. The same The same exact thing. It's like... He's just a puppet. He was just a puppet for Bush Sr. Yeah, and, and it's really, I mean, the more you look into it, the more you think about it. I mean, just don't tie your horse to any fucking politicians. Exactly. You know, that's what it comes down to. I mean, literally, uh, there's no politician. You don't become a politician, right? And that's why everyone's like, well, what about Trump? Trump's not a fucking politician. Trump's a businessman who said, fuck this, I'm going to do this, and never thought he was going to fucking win. And now he's in this spot and potentially could save the world. Or... It could, Trump could end up fucking not being important at the end of it. And Sam, me and you talked about it earlier, how I think we're past the point. You know, I love Q. You guys love Q. We all like follow Q and all that. We like, we like Trump. We love Trump. All we're beyond that. We've taken over now. And this is the beauty of what's taking place right now. We don't need anyone. I almost look at like Q and Trump and all this stuff as like the training wheels, yep. right? Like when you're when you're riding a bike or picture, you know, Romanelli, you're riding your kid down the street. They're riding a bike for the first time. Mm-hmm. You're holding the back of the seat, right? And then you let them go and you let them go and then you just let go like a curler, you know, the curling guys in the Olympics. And then they just ride on their own. I feel like that's what Q and Trump were. Yeah, beautiful. Like, hey, beautiful. We're going to get you out. Now you ride. Beautifully explained. Beautifully explained. 100%. You know, when I first started my Tim Hat podcast, I had Duncan Trussell on. And this is before, like, Q really became a big thing. And he was talking about um, 
the uh fuck what did i tell you the name was tommy before uh the for the, oh man i can't i can't believe i can't remember their name but they were uh, they're this group of um people who are working for the forces of good and uh, he was talking before the whole Q thing came out. Uh, it's lagging the lines of the Federation, but it's not the Federation. It's something else. I told you about it earlier, Tom. Yeah, I just dude, can't I'm remember. Brain, I did way too many yeah. drugs. My yeah, life. me and you. Like, me yeah. and you. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. But they are um, they are supposedly the people pushing back. And, you know, this right. is Dun- Duncan, who isn't. He's more into the occult. He's not a conspiracy theorist. And, uh uh, he was talking about that a uh, long, long time ago, man. And so I believe that. But what I believe, dude, is regardless of whether you believe uh, Trump or in Trump or don't believe in Trump, and I know your listeners are, are very pro-Trump. And listen, dude, I, 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 would, I would take there, – there's way more good than there is bad. So, I mean, like, good luck getting anybody into the uh, – see the president – that walks on water. I mean, you could put Santa right. Claus in there and within like two weeks, one side of the newspaper is just killing the guy. So it doesn't right. really uh, matter at that point. But it's just like we're beyond it, dude. I think Q will become the new V from Vendetta. And we will yes. be seeing that happening very much so. And I think it's important because, you know, in Buddhism, they talk about it. Nobody's going to come save you. You have to save yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I was just having a big talk with uh, a very good friend of mine on the ride back from uh, – uh, a coffee meeting I was having and uh, she was like, Hey man, when are we going to like do something? I go, you know what, man, we do have to start marching on city hall, but it can't be done over the internet. Cause they're going to kill that. You know right. what we have to do? We have to digitally Paul Revere this shit and start texting all your friends that are into this stuff, your neighbors and go, when are we walking? When are we going to march on City Hall? Because, and here's the thing, it's got to be peaceful, dude. They want chaos. They want to call in martial law. And that's why these Democrats are doing all this crazy shit. Because they want chaos. So the best thing to do is to march on and just, we got to do peaceful protests, dude. And we just got to shut it all down, dude. I'm telling you, it gets violent. That's just what they want. And, and and they'll spin it, right? Because they control the media. They control the eyes of everyone. And here's the reason why I think people really need to understand that we know enough. And, and Mike, we've talked about this. We know enough now. Me, Us three already did, right? Like the three of us have been studying this shit for fucking 20 years. Yeah. We didn't just start in 2017 when Q popped up, right? Yeah. So we, we were studying this shit for two decades. So... But the rest of the people who are waking up, the digital soldiers that are out there, like, tweeting and retweeting. And, I mean, shit, we just got Chrissy Teigen, who we'll talk about in a little bit. She literally started crying, went to the papers, deleted 28,000 – I mean, we were talking about the Hillary emails for fucking years. Like, Chrissy Teigen just deleted 28,000 tweets and fucking had a mental breakdown live in front of everyone over the tweets that were exposed. Started cursing people off who were literally, like – pimple-faced nerds in their mom's basement with 50 followers. This girl's got 13 million, and she can't handle the swarm, as Tripoli would say. His followers are called the swarm. Yeah. But we, we literally swarmed her like bees and just attacked her. And then all it took was, you know, a bunch of us with some bigger accounts, you know, inevitable myself, you guys, who just came in for the finishing blow, like whack, whack, whack. All of a sudden, she blocked a million people. How do you do about that? It. How do you do I don't that? Even know. I, I, do you do I, I don't know. 
I don't know how you block a million people, and I don't know how you delete 28,000 emails in an hour and a half. No, it got up to 60, dude. 60, yeah, 60,000, yeah, 60, man. 60,000 fucking tweets she deleted. And you know what she did? I don't know if you guys even noticed this. She turned her account private now. Her account's private. You know. She blocked it off. So we just took one of the biggest followings on Twitter who spews the biggest nonsense, and we got her to cry, delete her whole history, and go private with her account in 24 fucking hours. She, I mean, like, that's power. That's us starting to say, listen, if the government ain't going to do shit, the Democrats we know ain't doing fucking anything. We also know the fucking Republicans ain't doing anything. And I'm sorry, any of you listeners out there that are fucking Republicans, agree they don't more, fucking dude. do shit either. Okay. It's Trump as a lone wolf. He's t- said it by himself, lone warrior. I'm here by myself. And it's Q and Trump is all we can trust. Yeah, we have General Flynn and Bongino and guys like that. But the guys who are making the laws and making change up there, it's us now. The liberals took the country over through the angry fucking zombie mob. And now we're fucking taking it back with a bigger mob that's smarter and better researched and more aggressive. You know, it's so interesting, Tommy. It's like, you know, when I went at it with Judd Apatow, uh, a Mm -hmm. lot of people were shocked. And I was getting like hit. I was getting like texts from I was getting called to do like uh, radio shows all over the country. I was getting texts from people going, dude, we love it. And it, it had it had to be really shocking at that moment because, you know, here's a guy that is as in as you can get. Right. Uh, and this guy would only, you know, I, I think at the time I had 50,000 followers on Twitter and it, that doesn't even matter. I, and I'm right. just laying into this guy and I'm sure he's going like, how can I sabotage this dude? And there was nothing you do because now we have peer to peer work. This is peer to peer. This is their biggest fear. They right. uh, like Hollywood is in trouble, man. I, I mean, like, dude, uh, listen, my, my best, my very good friend is a warm up guy, Jimmy Kimmel. I, uh-huh. I, I, you know, it's like, I don't want that dude to lose his job, but the, by the way, let me specify that in case people misheard, misheard it. The warm up dude for Jimmy Kimmel, not Jimmy Kimmel. No, the warm up dude. <laughs> yeah. His name's Don Barris. He's been my friend for right. 20 years. He's probably one of the most interesting human beings. He's the guy that did Windy City Heat. And if you ever want to laugh, Watch the movie Windy City Heat is the funniest movie ever. Uh, I'm, and I'm not even kidding when I say that. I'm not doing hyperbole. It is the funniest movie ever made. Okay, and, I just wrote it down. Right? Dude, Windy City Heat, you'll never stop laughing, right? And Don is the warm-up guy. And so that that upsets me, I hope. But it's like you're seeing these people being guest, and I'm doing air quotes right now, guest host. I guarantee he doesn't come back, dude. I yeah, guarantee he doesn't come, come back. Because, yeah, you know, and it's like, uh, who's I listen, man, I know some people on the inside and they would tell me that him and, you know, she was dating Jeffrey Ross and they, that Jimmy Kimmel had a, uh, a, a certain room that people uh-huh. weren't allowed into. And I hate saying that cause my friend works for him, but you know, it's like, it's, it's just the, the word on the street from somebody who witnessed it. Uh, and, and Romanelli, you know all about this shit with these fucking creeps, how they've been hiding in plain sight for fucking decades. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, bro, the symbolism is a downfall is a huge thing with Q that I've been like, I mean, come on, man. The symbolism is everywhere. I everywhere. mean, everywhere. It is everywhere. And it's their fucking downfall. You're, we're talking about this girl, uh, Chrissy Teigen. I mean, I, uh-huh. I kind of knew who she was. I didn't realize she was this big. I knew it was John Legend's wife. And then. I started doing a deep dive the last couple of days about her, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's so fucking out there. 
I mean, if you guys look at that, did you look at that tweet from January 27th, uh, 2013? Did you guys see that? Uh, uh, the, which one? What the, was it? The one, uh, it's really interesting because she's in Jamaica, right? And she's actually, which is really, it's crazy that she's in St. James, Jamaica. Uh-huh. She's uh, so the tweet says it's actually so ridiculous that most of us on the plane, which is obviously all private, just laugh hysterically when someone comes on with pizza. Now she's at this place. It's in it's called the Half Moon Resort in Jamaica. Uh, okay. So some anons figured that out, and uh, guess how much it costs to stay in that place per night? How much? Six hundred and sixty-six dollars per night. Of course it does. And it's and it's why called, wouldn't it be six eight six? Yeah, and it's called Saint James. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I mean, the, this girl's tweets. Like, for those of you that you know, I know, a lot of our listeners aren't on Twitter. I'm assuming most are, but let me just read you a couple of these from Chrissy Teigen. Um, seeing little girls do splits half naked is oh. just. I want to put myself in jail. Toddlers and tiaras. I'm going to jail over pizza. Keep in mind. Now, the one thing you're going to find is if you go through my Instagram, my Twitter, Sam's, Mike's. Uh, any of the anons, most of these tweets are from 2009, 2010, 2012, 13, 11. These are seven years ago when these people, because keep my Twitter just started in what, 2007, I think. And it wasn't really shit until probably what, 2012, 13, 14 is when it started to get popular. So this is when they thought they were living in their own little bubble. Cause keep no, this mind, every- is uh, really dude. This is before the, uh, the whole uh, WikiLeaks dropped. That that's oh, yeah. what uh-huh. changes everything, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anything before 2015, they never thought anyone never thought. would ever know. Very true. Very. Right. True. And for those that are a little newer and you know a little just getting into this, that we're dragging into this uh, world, uh, I'll do a little thing on WikiLeaks. We're not going to spend much time on the podcast here because I know most of the listeners already know about it. But you should Google it. You should dig into it. Um, I'll, I'll help you guys with it. I'll post something out there. But basically what WikiLeaks was, for those of you who didn't mean it, it was, it was documents that were leaked, right? And it was the Podesta emails is really what it was. And all these pedophile, pedophilic symbols were in there. They were talking to each other like, hey, I need walnut sauce on my pasta. So things like walnut sauce, pasta, hot dog, pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, what was it? Obama ordered how many hot dogs? Like he ordered, uh, I think sixty thousand dollars worth of hot dogs. Yeah, like yeah. Middle, he's like, he's three a.m. Like, or some shit. Like three a.m. Yeah, three a.m. Obama orders six, and these are real emails, guys. These aren't you know like things that are made up or photoshopped. This is this is leaked. Like, and then you email. coordinate that with a Hillary Clinton email going. I, I I listen. It's just if you're asking me my opinion, you shouldn't be doing this stuff in the White House. Uh, it could get caught. Yes, you, you are. You're the president, but I would ask you to uh, be cautious. Yeah, and and Trip, Tripoli's got children in the background there that he's holding hostage. I'm but, uh, so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. I know I pulled you. This is an emergency pod. It's an emergency pod. It's fine. But uh, I just don't want them to think you have like you know twelve year olds back there. That's that's your your beautiful newborns. Your new ghost and ninja. This is their uh, this is their like twenty fourth podcast. They've done more than, to- done more than me, man. I wanted them. I wanted you to name them Nasara and Jasara. That's what. Uh, that was who was that? Chrissy, I think, who came with that. That would have been great. But yeah, these emails are fucking gigantic. So pizza is the big one, guys, because you'll see it with LeBron. You see it with Chrissy Teigen. You see 
You have to focus on pizza. Like Chrissy's tweets are like, I'm going to jail for pizza. I'm laying on my, I woke up this morning with a pizza on my chest and ranch dressing all over me. So if you think I'm too good for this, you are sadly mistaken. Brad Pitt just handed us pizza. I want pizza. Like these are all different tweets. Keep in mind, Chrissy Teigen is a chef. Okay. That's what she does now. Like Romanelli, you said, what the fuck is Chrissy Teigen? How is she relevant? That's her thing now, right, Trip? You've seen it. Just fucking food. Well, All my whole thing well, is yeah. I, I'm Italian, uh, and I've never tweeted about pizza once in my life. Never. I don't think I've ever been like, this is the best pizza ever. I- yeah, I haven't either. No, I, I mean, my family's claim to fame is pizza, and I don't have one tweet about pizza. Well, you're you're and you're and you're a cook. You're uh, a chef. I mean, that's what we're we become known for. Like, what do you do, Romanelli? What what do you do outside uh, of the podcast? Yeah, stuff? I mean, and and that's what we. I don't own a pizzeria now, but my family's original pizzeria that was started is fifty years old. I mean, that's and I don't. You you still own a restaurant? Yeah, and we don't. I don't tweet about pizza. I mean, I might text my wife about the pizza. Is it ready? Whatever. But this is crazy. How much they all speak about pizza is just out of fucking control. Go find the richest person you know, okay? And this is where you say, oh, pizza, maybe they just like pizza. All of them are just fucking emailing each other and tweeting about, hey, just had the best pizza. Want a pi-? These motherfuckers live in L.A. I lived in L.A. for five years. You can't get good pizza in fucking L.A. The pizza's shit out there. The whole state of California, the pizza's shit. So these people are tweeting about pizza nonstop when they're cooks and they're billionaires and millionaires Go find the richest person you know, okay, and ask them how many times a year, not a month, a year, someone who makes $10 million a year or more, ask them how many times a year they eat pizza, I guarantee you can count the answer on one hand. These people have personal chefs in their fucking house. Why are they always constantly talking about pizza and hot dogs and pasta? It's because those are the pedophile codes, and the FBI came out with it. So we just started blasting Chrissy's account. She, she, her cannibalism shit. Do you remember that, Romanelli? Yeah, I mean, I was two things. So one thing, Tommy, is like we're from a place where people eat a lot of fucking pizza and hot dogs, and no, no, all, and, yeah. and, and and nobody looks like these fucking celebrities, right? And these right, right. And, but what about in 2014 when Ella fucking walked out? The Oscars brought out a pizza, and the last thing she said, "We're gonna have to make sure we save the last for Harvey Weinstein." Like, come yep. the fuck on, man. What is that? Hillary Clinton had all those pizzas delivered to all like I mean it's just pizza 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 and then why they call it Pizzagate because the fucking sex chamber which is real motherfuckers that is not fake not some prostitute from Snopes didn't debunk the fucking Pizzagate that's just what they're making you believe that they debunk everything. Listen, let me break down to you Pizzagate real quick because I I just I realized it was true very quickly. First of all, the whole thing is like, oh, it's in the basement. There's no basement. In 2015, Metro Metro Variety is which is a Washington, D.C. magazine, did an article on James Elefantes. Okay, he talked about storing he's storing tomatoes in the basement, dude. He talks about it. It's right there. Yep, yep, it is. It's it's literally it's clear as day. It's all real. Not it's not fake. You can't just come out and debunk something. What you need to do is go watch Fall of the Cabal. It's yep. just the easiest way to do it. It's kind of a cliff note version, uh, but Fall of the Cabal. They talk about Snopes. How Snopes was created by a piece of shit dude who was doing money laundering and and left his wife for a fucking prostitute, and then he opened up Snopes, and the prostitute was second in command, and not a single person. They had four people. 
four people at all of Snopes who were doing fact checking. And me and my cousin Bobby went through all the fucking Snopes employees one night. And I started a thread and never, never put it out. They're all Trump haters. Every one of them are screeching, screaming liberals all over their Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts. And this is the place that's debunking everything. I mean, Wayfair was debunked, what, seven minutes after it happened? Dude, let me just tell you something, man. This is, this is the, the, the pedogate whole thing in, 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 in a nutshell. This is every single liberal uh, uh, sheep. Uh, pedo, Pizzagate's not real, but Trump is 100% a part of it. That is right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it right there. It's like, it's not real, but Trump is 100 part, uh, uh, 100%. Trump's a pedophile. Yeah, a part of it. Now, here, here's a couple things. And I'm sorry, my baby was getting a little, I wanted to set her down. Here's another thing. So this right. guy walks into Comet Ping Pong. She's placed up. Everyone's like, see, whatever. What people don't realize is that young man and his father worked for this, like, habitat for Haitian uh, orphans, right? They all do. Right? Who funded that? The Clinton Global Initiative, they were funding that organization. That dude walked in, and what did he shoot? Did he shoot anybody? No. He walked in, and he shot the computer. He shot up the hard drive. That same kid, seven days earlier, got in trouble for doing a hit and run on a a, a person. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. So and his dad is started this. He works at this Haitian Orphans for Habitat or some organization. His he has a production company. Guess what it's called? Forever Young. Okay, James Alphantis's lawyer. Okay, is the guy who owns Best at the time owned Best of Pizza. Okay, Best of Pizza's logo was a pedophile symbol. All right, uh-huh. that guy was also in charge of of um uh the child sex trafficking division of the U S government. Why is a guy who's stopping child sex trafficking uh, uh, representing a guy getting charged in child sex trafficking or being accused of it? it? It's all one circle and they all have tunnels on that street that lead to the Pegasus hotel. Yeah. It's, a m- it's, museum. It's excuse me. Alephantis himself was nobody, Romanelli. He wasn't even anybody. No, I mean, right? yeah, yeah, no. And then he became like one of the most influential people in D.C., all this shit. I mean, come on. Yeah, he basically, crazy. yeah, I mean, basically he was nothing. He was nobody. He all of a sudden opened up a pizza joint, and next thing you know, he's a fucking multi, multi-millionaire dealing with all the stars, right? So that's where you always have to be skeptical. That's why Chrissy Teigen falls right on our radar, because like you said, who the fuck is Chrissy Teigen? What the fuck did Chrissy Teigen do? That she's this fucking 13 million follower. Like, yeah, she was hot and she was on Sports Illustrated. But yeah. you know what? She comes from the same background that we hear from all these other people. We see it all the time. She ha- I think her mom died when she was little. I'm just finishing this part of the thread that I'm going to drop this week. But, you know, her, mo- her mom, her- something happened with her family. Something happened with her family where her fa- she grew up like alone. And then I think her mom came back into her life later. But she grew up basically insecure, damaged, without a parent. And then all of a sudden, you know, when she was a teenager, she started modeling and doing runway modeling as a young, impressionable, damaged girl with daddy issues. And then they fucking took her in. They put her on the cover of Sports Illustrated. They blew her up. They threw her at John Legend. They said, here, you two are a couple now. And that's one thing you'll notice here. Tripoli, I know you talk about this a lot. These people... They're, they're placed together. Yep. If you're wondering, like, oh. this is what they do. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett. Here, this is you now. Tupac, you're out. Here, Will Smith and Jada, that's you. Um, if you look at uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, here, that's you guys. If you t- They pair these people up, okay? And that's what you see. And that's why they never break Everybody up. Everybody with Tom Hanks. 
would yeah. Tom, everybody, everybody with Tom Cruise. I mean, literally, yeah. they just hook him up with somebody for all the time. He's, you know, I mean, I've heard stories about he used to get male and female hookers would come to his house and they're all gay, allegedly. Yeah, they're all gay. And uh, he would just watch the guy go to work. And it's just, you know, somebody tried to say that this whole thing, they were blaming it on Scientology, that these Scientology, these people wouldn't play ball with Scientology. Not even close, dude. This is the currency of Hollywood. You know, for the longest time, everything was like, oh, the Jews were in Hollywood. They don't. It's like, I hate to tell you, man. Uh, you know who hates hearing that? Jews. Jews. What do you mean we don't run everything? <laughs> I-, I love you guys. It's pedophile. It is a pedophile ring that runs everything. And they are across the board, both Jews, Christians, Islam. I mean, like, it's all that stuff, dude. They run it across the board. The, I mean, if you look at the uh, finders, they were involved with the FBI, tunnels. I mean, tunnels are everywhere, dude. Tunnels, there's supposedly tunnels behind the Playboy Mansion, uh, at the Getty Museum. Tunnels everywhere. Denver that's how, airport. Yeah. Fucking yeah. That I mean, street dude. where uh, Comet Ping Pong is, one hundred percent. Yeah, tons of tunnels. Uh, Tommy, you were you were saying about the cannibalism, right? So then I saw this video. Of, I saw this video of her speaking to some like famous chef about. Uh-huh. You, you guys saw that, right? Where she's saying about uh, eating. Would you eat a human? And the human guy, human flesh. The guy's like, "What the fuck are you saying?" I the mean, funny thing with her, I posted something today, Romanelli, with uh, the dude uh, who went on. Uh, Fuck, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but went on a talk show, and they were like, "You look so young." He's like a 50 year old gay guy. I forget who it is. Yeah, it's and he's uh, like, yeah, it's all the. It, it oh, was Sandra on, Bullock. Um, no, 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 no. It's a big thing on right now. That's kind of going. Uh, who is the uh, Who is the chick that always short circuits? She's the black. Chick. I know it's the MK Ultra. I, keep, I <laughs> went to say Queen Latifah, but it's no, not no, her. No. It's, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, I'm looking it up what, right now. Oh, yeah, here it is. It Lee I mean, Daniels I, is the guy you're talking about. Lee Daniels yes, yes. went on uh, whatever her name is. She always short circuits and falls. Yeah. And, oh, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. Yeah. Wendy Williams. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, Wendy yeah. Williams. Oh, she fucking she fucking short circuits. She's so she even she's like looking more like an alien. Now. Oh, like her my. eyes are starting to bulge. Her fucking. When they when they cloned her, they they fucked something up because yeah. they made that one too. Well, that was a beta test or something. You know, and here, here's another thing I just want to say. I know you guys were on this other subject with Chrissy Teigen, but you know, it's like everyone keeps saying Pedogate, Pizzagate isn't real. It's like how many associates of Hillary Clinton have to be arrested in one year for you think something might be going on? Is it one? <laughs> Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? Is it four? Well, then guess what? The real number is five. Five in 2000, 2019. Five different associates of the Clinton Global Initiative got arrested. And it was uh, Epstein. We have Epstein. We have Nexium, who include the Brothmans, who are very powerful people. You have... Uh, uh, Nygaard. You have you have, you have Yeah, you have... Um, no, who... You have God, John of God. You have... Mm-hmm. El- People don't realize El Chapo was also about child sex trafficking. Yeah. And then you have Jordan Nader as well, which was sold as a, a as a Trump person. But it turns out he actually was funneling millions of dollars illegally into the Hillary Clinton campaign. And, and that's the whole thing. I think a lot of people don't understand because they're like, what's up with this pedophilia? Why, why is it, Why do you keep talking about pedophilia? Children and, and not just babies. Children are the most valuable good. In the world, pretty much. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Right, yeah. Right. And if you look at what you can do 
with a child. And I know this is a little dark, and I know a lot of you don't want to hear this. We've talked about it on many podcasts. So if you're newer, we're going to get dark here for a second. But what can these elites do with Tommy a child? Tommy G after dark. Yeah. <laughs> that, dude, I used, did I tell you about my Tommy G after dark? Oh, uh, dude, we all have, we all have a Tommy oh, no. G after dark. No, no, I, I did it on Twitter. I used to do I have a hashtag Tommy G after dark when I first got started when I had like 500, 1,000 followers. And it was like when I was doing my sports shows. And what I used to do is I used to go out to Vegas and we'd be all fucking partying our ass off. And I'd have chicks in the room. I'd be like, you guys want to go? You know, you want to post some pictures on Twitter? We'd post a picture. And I would leave them up for like three hours. And then I would delete them the next morning. So I had everyone scheduled for Tommy G after dark. But uh, yeah, I, I, then I realized like, oh, the internet isn't like a, a private thread. You know, but si- honestly... Similar to what Chrissy Teigen and Rain Wilson and all these people did back in 2013, too. No one took Twitter seriously because we were all used to social media sites like Facebook and MySpace and uh, Friendster and all these other places. AOL chat rooms Mm -hmm. where there was no viral. You only hung out with your friends. Right. Like, that's what it was like. You had to accept me. I had to accept you. Now we're friends. Now we can see each other. We never lived in a world before where, oh, shit, anything I put out could be grabbed by anyone all over the place and spread across the world as long as they're following me. I could have reporters following me and not know about it. So everyone was real fucking loose back in 2009 to 2015. Everyone was loose. And then they tightened up to go back to why they talked so much about pizza and pasta. But the children thing I wanted to say, think about what you can do if you're a demon like these motherfuckers with a child. One, it's blood alone. So the blood is a drug, adrenochrome. It's the most expensive, addictive, powerful drug in the entire world. Everyone knows what it is by now. You have to scare the shit out of the child, raise its adrenaline glands. They talk about it in shows. They were talk- I have some clips that I'll show you, some recent shows where they talked about it. And that I- go watch Monsters, Inc. I was just you know, going to say just- Monsters, Inc. Yep. Yeah, go watch Monsters, Inc. It yeah. Literally, it sounds crazy to tell you to watch a cartoon, but go watch Monsters, Inc. You'll learn everything you need to know about adrenochrome. Yeah. But – um, and, and fear and loathing in Las Vegas, all of them. So you can actually, you have the drug, the drug of choice for the elites in the child. You have the sex object of choice within that same child, right? Like if you want to, if you want to fuck when you're younger, Romanelli, Tripoli, like you got to go get blow and then you got to go find a girl. They got it both in one right here, right? You have the organs that could be harvested and sold and you have your sacrifice to your God. So you have all of this in one entity. You have your drug, you have your sex partner, you have a money-making ability, and you have your sacrifice to your fucking demonic gods all in one thing. And that They're the most expensive, valuable thing in the world, and they're easy as fuck to get because you got hundreds of thousands which go missing a year in America alone, like 800,000, and we're a civilized nation. In Haiti, in Puerto Rico, and all these other places, they just fucking walk in there, do an event, fucking snatch these kids up, Throw the mom a hundred U.S. dollars and they're gone. They don't even need to steal them. They just buy them from the fucking women out there. It should be this. This should get every patriot, every American up in arms like nothing. You know, this is what gets me so fucking angry, man. I want to talk to you mm-hmm. guys. I want to talk about the. I want to talk about Jasara. I want to talk about Nasara. I know we're gonna do that next, and that's the good stuff. But the mm-hmm. shit, the shit with the children, man. It's what it's what got me out of the closet. I know I always make a joke saying I'm out of the closet, but yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, the more and more I learn about the fucking children, I mean, I I, I can't. I, I'll die on this fucking thing. You know, I'll die on this. Yep. And, I, and I know, and I know, I would say almost all Americans would die on this thing once we learn about what's going on with the the children. Everyone stand the fuck up. And I mean, it's, this is not a coincidence. Look at all these fucking sickos. You know, and there's so many fucking stars. There's so many uh, artists. 
that I loved that I got to fucking I got to say fuck it because now I'm, uh, you said with like the Twitter and, and looking at the social media. I mean, somebody I idolized as as a young guy, like I, I loved Quentin Tarantino. Can you guys explain the fucking picture of him sucking on a little fucking kid's toe? Pretty much. Right. It, I think they, they, they've pretty much figured out that it's on the Lolita Express. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like, are you kidding me? He was on the island. He was on the flight logs. I, I mean, mean, it's it's it, it's it's impossible to, you know, distance yourself from. It. And this is the reason I've been on this mission. One, I posted something on Instagram yesterday saying, you know, you liberals want to talk shit on me, calling me crazy and everything because I spend all day researching fucking pedophilia and trying to stop pedophilia. I don't even have kids, motherfucker. I'm trying to save yours. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Don't come at me. Yeah. Sam and Mike got kids. I don't have kids. I'm voluntarily doing this, risking my fucking life. Because that's what you people, should do, dude. And as I, I should, because I spent 40 years doing the wrong thing, blowing money, fast cars, fast women, fast drugs. Spent 40 years making almost a million dollars a year living a $2 million lifestyle. And I finally, this quarantine... This quarantine woke me to fuck up. Yeah. Like where I was just like, you know what? I'm wasting my life away. I need to, I'm, I'm going all in on this cause. And it's like, you know, God or the universe, whatever you want to refer to it as, is inside me like right now. Like I'm like a, a vessel right now where I'm just like, all right, this is my mission. I'm, I'm going full Neo in the Matrix. Sam. Here's the thing, dude. Uh, statistics. And, you know, statistics are weird. I, I Sometimes they're like, how do you know that number? How do you know that number? But they say upwards of like 80 to 80, 88% of the children involved in this stuff are from foster care and child protective uh-huh. services. Yeah. That means these are kids that have no adults looking out for their good and protecting them. Okay, and that to me is the most saddest thing ever. You know, I got I got comics friends of mine who, uh, you know, do kitty porn jokes. And, you know, I I have to defend comedy at at all costs. I can't say what someone can or cannot say. But if we're going to play the the punching up, punching down game that liberals like to play, uh, there's no more punching down than a kid that does not have a parent looking out for their best good and loving them. So, uh, you know, it's like I'll defend people's right to say whatever they want, even when it's not something I like at all. And believe me, kitty porn jokes, I fucking hate those things. But it's at the end of the day. And keep in mind, you're an eccentric comic, too. So your line is you'll go. You're a dick joke comic, as you always say. So for you to even say, like, listen, that's a little too far. I mean. Yeah, like Jessel, some of Jessel next shit. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. He's the nicest dude, dude. I'll tell I'm you. I'm sure he is. But, it's but like, here's Whoa, the thing, dude. right? I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. And but here's the thing: if it, I don't, I, I've never heard anything like that about him. So I can only tell you what I know. I, I, I've never hung out with the guy, but the times we've interacted, I've had a wonderful time talking to him. I don't know what that means about what he does behind closed doors. But my whole thing is like. If you're doing this and you're making those jokes, those are just nails in coffins. It all catches up. Yeah. It all comes out in the watch eventually. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. So, and so that's go on, go on Sam. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. I'm just telling go. you that there are some people who do have some off brand. I know Anthony Jeselnik's thing is I try to say the worst things ever, and he's very good at it. I'm just yeah, saying right. if it comes out that there's some there, then he dug his own grave. But I will defend his right to say those jokes even when I – like, dude, I'm Armenian. I, I know people – you just said you're Italian. I'm Italian-Armenian, okay, which makes – I'm Italian – I'm a, I'm Armenian 
Sicilian, which makes me Asian, and African, which makes me Blasian. Okay, so as a Blasian, all right, <laughs> I, I have to say that, um, you know, uh, I, I don't want to sit there and go, oh, you can't make those jokes, those make, oh, that, that joke in, in, indicates this, this, and this. But if there's yeah. a common theme, I always say comics talk about what they know, and I'll leave it at that. True. And my whole, my whole thing with, uh, like, Jesselneck's humor, because everyone keeps pointing out Jesselneck's threads and stuff, I'm the same way. I love dark humor. Yeah. Like dark, the darker, yeah. the better, the more fucked. I love it. That's but what, that's why three of us but, are friends. Right. Yeah. Dark humor is great. But like when you watch Jessel Nick and keep in mind, he might be a pedo. He might not. I don't fucking, I don't trust anyone anymore. Right. Who's been in Hollywood or had a Netflix special or fuck. I, I just, you gotta be on guard of everyone. Right. At this point, who's been on TV or been famous at any point, dating Amy Schumer or something like that. But at the same token, you know what his shtick is, right? Like you know it coming in. You, it's funny like when he does the you know the the dark humor there's a spot in the world for dark humor jimmy kimmel is not a dark humor comic right ellen DeGeneres is not a dark humor comic chrissy Teigen is not a comic at all like if you're a dark humor comic and that's your thing i will give you the strongest of passes on anything don't let me catch you on a motherfucking flight log right that's it but these fucking nerds that are running out there that are doing commercial mainstream 8 p.m. talk shows all of a sudden talking about baby blood and shit like that. It's like, nah, bro. Like, you better not be hanging out with Oprah and Weinstein. I've never seen Jesselnick and these guys with Harvey Weinstein. I've seen Oprah. I've seen Kimmel. I've seen Rain Wilson. I see all these motherfuckers with Weinstein and John of God. And next, no, you don't get to joke about that if you're really doing it. It shouldn't no, be joked it's about true. anyway, but I mean, and yeah, it's, we're uh, also seeing that you know, uh, it's, there's a lot of people trying to act like they're uh, underground while they have uh, you know a membership at the country club. You can't, right. you, you know, the truth is you you really can't do that. I mean, like you right. know, when Janet Jackson whips her tits out at the Super Bowl, which I I listen, dude. I used to do I used to do uh, you know shows in strip bars. I used to have this variety show. They'd have adult film stars doing sketch comedy, you know. And I've come a long way from that, okay? But, you know, I, I picked a certain path, and I've had the rewards and the punishment of that. We're really getting to a place, too, where there's, like, these people that want to be edgy people while also doing all the good stuff that all the mainstream hacks are doing. Right. And that's what eventually comes. That's when you fall is when you try to be both of both worlds. And you can't right. be. You gotta That's either what, right. be a gotta gotta be an underground rebel or you're a corporate hack. You gotta you can't, you can't be both. That's what I, I, agree, I, I that, That's what I was gonna say. I was saying I never saw Jessel Neck crying over fucking Cecil the Lion. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. like come right. on. You know, right. like, and, and again, keep in mind, none of us are trying to say Jessel Neck is innocent. No, no. listen, he's the he's no. the darkest humor you're gonna find anywhere in the world. He's and, also you know, not he's, like uh, like these libertards. I mean, right. I know well, that's he's all, a liberal that's where guy. I would go. Right. You know, I know they're, they're all liberal. Yeah, I know they he's liberal, liberal, but it's like he's not like one of these guys who are like all. I mean, and as soon as we say this, someone will start looking up Trump tweets. But <laughs> you know, it's just like he, I, I just know him. he's not one of these guys that are they're always not, not. like running and, and virtual signaling. He's actually a guy who talks shit. Now, I'm not defending him because you know yeah. I've worked with him professionally. Never hung out on, on a personal level ever, and that that's mostly because I'm I just I was running and gunning back in the day, and he wasn't part of that group of like you know cocaine and bad decisions, dude. So right. <laughs> you know, which I wouldn't change for the world. 
But it's just like you have these other guys that are very suspicious. Pat Oswald, like very, oh, very suspicious, man. Uh, you know, all these guys. And, you know, you got Sarah Silverman doing everything that she rails against now. Yep. And then coming out and trying to expl- act like, you know, all that's wrong. It's like it's unbelievable. To yeah. Me. And, that, and that's what you just said is that is the point. Do not listen. I and again, this isn't about Anthony Jeselnik. I'm just using him as an example because he's the darkest comic I know personally yeah. and that I actually enjoy his comedy. Um, that's his bit. That's his shtick. That's what he is. That's what he does. Like Boston Marathon, 9-11. Like that's his dark humor. But if I saw Anthony Jeselnik going on and petitioning to fuck Trump, we got to get everyone wear a mask, like doing all that. Like, no, bro. Yeah. Like, no. That's yeah, a, I don't, the, I don't think I'll ever it. see Jeselnik going, everyone wear a mask. I would more likely see him going, put a gas mask on and kill yourself. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. So once you break character, then it's not OK with me. If you want to stay in that dark, fucked up, weirdo character for life, I will give you a pass, honestly, because I just assume it's a shtick. But once you jump back and forth, like Sam just said, like Rain Wilson, who's literally tweeting, little concerned this morning, found baby blood in my urine. Well, not my urine, the baby urine I washed my hair with. What about human, body, human, uh, human baby meat for dinner? Oh. If you want to punish a teenager, simply take away their cell phone and sodomize them with it. Oh. I drain the blood of a goth kid. Does that make me a goth proxy? You should be able to drink the blood of a genius at a genius bar. Like, uh, and then this... This is Rain Wilson. Go to my Instagram story. It's fucking... I, I went in on him last night. But... And then all of a sudden, this dude's out here giving political statements about Haiti. Keep in mind, he owns a... Him and his wife, uh, Holiday, are the co-founders of the Lide program, a Haiti not-for-profit organization. Oh, my of God. Course. That's of course. Of course. Of course. Right? I was going to say, from the office. Dwight? You're talking about fucking Dwight? Dwight from the office, dude. Oh, Go to my Instagram. Scroll through my Instagram story while we're talking. Got pictures of baby dolls all over his Instagram. And then all of a sudden, next, Google his name. Google, Google Rain Wilson Trump. All of a sudden, you see Donald Trump shouldn't be letting everyone not wear a mask. Like, motherfucker, no. You you want to you want us to dig up all that shit that you got right now, and then you want to act like a mask and and fuck Trump? No, you're scared, bitch. That's what's wrong with you. You're scared right now because we're coming for you. He's got pictures of himself chewing on baby heads on his Instagram, you know, and he's a big Clinton guy. But that's what drives me fucking insane, Pedo Wood. You don't get to flip flop. No. That's not okay anymore, and we are stopping it now. You want to be loud and scream about Trump and scream about masks and talk about a virus? Why don't you talk about the fucking pedophilia, which has already been proven? No one has proven that this virus is as deadly as you people are saying it are. But we have proven that Harvey Weinstein was fucking women in Hollywood. We have proven that Epstein was fucking children and holding them in dungeons and all the elite were going there. We have proven Nexium cult. We have proven John of God had a motherfucking baby farm and was selling baby parts and Oprah called him the healer to the stars. Those people are all in jail or dead. We proved that. Yep. So talk about that shit with Yo, the industry that you're in. Have you seen this Tom, Thomas Middle ditch? That oh, I sent dude, you? I'm about to do a whole thing on that motherfucker. Do you see that video I sent you? Someone yep. clipped that thing, and I was like, when I saw that, I, I was like, oh, this guy's straight up into it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. Andrew Schultz was talking about John Mulaney doing all these kid shows, and he has no kids. Uh-huh. You know, this guy Thomas Middle thing was doing Snapchats where he would sing to kids and parents who are idiots would send him pictures of their kids in the bath singing the songs. 
Yeah, I want to throw yeah. up. I want to throw up before this podcast. And he openly yeah. talks about yeah. it on Conan O'Brien. What everybody also knows about has to know about Conan O'Brien show. The executive producer's father is um uh what is this? God dang it! It's um who's the really evil old 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 guy neocon um. Not Tom. Not, the guy's like ninety and fat. What's his name? Uh, starts with an H. You're Fuck. talking to a C C T E victim here. So yeah, I always feel you. bad. I'm I always feel you. bad. I can never throw your life raft. Fuck his name. But go on. You'll, you'll think of it as you tell me about him. <laughs> but it's like he. So this this Thomas guy is on um is on Conan O'Brien telling this story about kids, parents sending their kids that of them the kids naked. In the tub, singing songs to him, and these th- yeah. just they're sending it to him, and he's like, "I hate the videos." I'm like, "Oh, you, dude, yeah, sure, you you're do. a piece yeah, of shit." Was... Sure, you do. And oh. for people wondering, who Henry that Kissinger, is... Henry Kissinger, that's it. See, I knew you. Once you stop thinking about it, Henry Kissinger's son is a executive producer of uh, uh, the Conan O'Brien show. Yeah, and the, the dude we're talking about right now is the kid from Silicon Valley. The lead. The main character. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. And, and the they, show is called – And they're, by the way, did it say it on there that on the video you sent? I skimmed it, Sam. But you know that his company on the show was called Pied Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they named their, their company on the Silicon Valley show, which is a basically thing about uh, Piper who went and fucking pissed some people off. They didn't pay him. But rats were involved, and then he took all the kids and left the village. Like, that's basically what it's about. But 100. that dude's fucked up. And he has all the same, the things that I, I, I'm convinced that the reason they use the symbol of pizza is because it involves, um, it involves their skin. Have you ever noticed their skin looks like pizza, pizza uh, cheese? It's just like they have this really weird pedo skin that I can always see <laughs> from a mile away. Him, Ross. Uh, Pat Oswald, <laughs> like they all have this weird cheese skin that's super creepy. Well, you live it. You live in. You live in L.A. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, yeah. After this podcast, I might have to move. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I said, uh, Romanelli. The so I've been telling people this for the whole time because you know we're all observant, right? That's how you you don't become a conspiracy theorist. You're kind of just born that way, right? Like you're born questioning. Yep. And then you, it's, I, I was a why kid my whole life. My mom tells stories about how annoying I was when I was a little kid because it was you know clean your room why? Because you got to clean your room, you got to make your bed and make it look nice. Why? No one's going to be here for the next six hours and then I'm going to mess it up again. But because you have to why why? And I realized at a young age because I was pretty intelligent. I got dumber as I got older. I realized <laughs> at a young age. If you just keep asking why, eventually people can't fucking keep going. You know, like they don't know why. They, oh, they get stuck. So that's what I do in life now. And I started looking at the transition over the last five years of turning adults into children. And I've noticed that every adult, 50-year-old adults, are on Instagram using Snapchat filters in the baby face. And, you know, I'm like, why is this happening all over? What are these Snapchat filters? Then we had the thing where, hey, look at this app. We can make adults look like children. And everyone's using the, oh, look what I look. And they're funny. I get it. Like, I mean, when I'm with my niece and nephew, if they're like, Uncle Tommy, I'm like, yeah, like, I'll do it. And it's funny. I laugh. I'm not posting on fucking Instagram or nothing. You know, I did think I did once for her because she begged me to. I put the bunny ears on because she was like, can you post it to your fans? But, um, you know, then we had the fucking Snapchat filters. We had the things that make you look like kids. We had the things that make you look. I wrote a note here. Um, there was something else that makes you look – everything was, like, ch- making us look like children. They change your voice. They're trying to basically 
pull us down into this children's world and no one's even realizing it. Everything's psychedelic colors now in our lives and on these shows. They're dragging us into pedo world, Mike. Yeah. I mean, I, it, they're normalizing for pedophilia. Sure, I mean, you sure. seeing that? See the normalization? Oh, I mean, the normalization oh. is making me fucking sick to my stomach. I oh, mean, I, I remember the other one, by the way. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, when men can look like women. That's the other thing. Like, look what you'll look like as a girl. You know, like it's never funny when the guy does the when the girl does looks like a guy. It's always funny when the guy looks like a girl, look like a girl, look like a kid, look like a unicorn, look like a kitty, look like a piggy. It's all this weird shit that fucking allows these adults to sneak into the kids world. Sorry, Romanelli. Go on. No, that, no, I'm just saying the normalization of pedophilia. I mean, a couple of years ago I, when I, you know, I, I, when I was having some I was tuning on some people into this shit they started showing me all this normalization and how they're trying to put this into the whole lbgt community which is disgusting because you know they deserve their community but Uh pedos they have no right they have no right in this if there's to normalize that i mean i can start saying some crazy shit but i think there's only one solution for them and i don't want to get myself in trouble but well, I think we should slit their throats. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think – I think public hangings for pedophiles. Yeah, I mean, happen. I don't think you can fix them. I'm sorry. Would, I don't, you rather I, live, would you rather live next to five murderers or one pedophile? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'd rather live next to a, a, a crime boss than a, a satanic pedophile all day. Yeah. And people I don't even have to, kids, and I would rather do that. People have to come to grips with what these kids, with these people really are about. And they need to stop projecting their thoughts of their friends, their families, their, you know, their moms, their grandmas, their uncles, their dads, their sisters, onto these people they've never met. And it's just like, listen, dude, at the highest levels, at the highest levels, it's all psychopaths. Now, some are just business psychopaths, but some are, are sexual psychopaths as well. Mm-hmm. And that, it's all about blackmail, dude. You know, again, yep. Buddhists say we all have a dark passenger, and these people know that, and they exploit that darkness that each one of us has. Some of us like the, you know, running gun cocaine-wise. Some of us like dark art shit, and they Some people they have position- foot fetishes. Some people like midgets, and then it gets darker and deeper than that even. And, yeah, I mean, listen. and here's the thing: it's it's not. This isn't an overnight process. This has been happening for decades, if not centuries, man. Yep. It's always been blackmail. That's how you control what everybody's saying and doing. Yeah, of and course, one hundred percent true, Romanelli. No, I was just going to say we also can't demonize our shadow side, or you can call it the dark side, because we all have it, and and right. it's not all love and light and everything. And we have to know how to how to work with because we're all we're all human. You know, we all have done something dark, whether, you know, some are darker than others. And we have to work with the shadow side to bring out the light and balance it out. And that's that's the whole thing with spirituality. It's not I know it's a stupid word, but it's just how, you know, it's just a word. But you have to you have to embrace your shadow side um, and and not be so scared of it. But listen, some people have some dark shit going on and that's. That's a whole different thing. And they just feel, you know, just like some are all about the light. Some are all about the dark. And, and, and that's what they get their, their their power from. And it's disgusting. And it needs to come to light. And we got to we got to we got to put a stop to this. Man. We really, do. I think how it happens, Romanelli, I think it starts off. I think we all most people spend life in some sort of ping pong purgatory. Right. Mm-hmm. Where you're just forcing yourself like, don't be too bad. Don't be too good. Like every girl that you meet is like, you know, when you're single at a bar, it's like we're not having sex tonight. It's like, bitch, I know you want to fuck as bad as I do. <laughs> like you what, what are you talking about but they're forcing themselves like don't have sex and then when it get when they get too high like don't get too high don't get too low and we're ping-ponging ourselves in purgatory 
if you let the darkness go, then you find out how dark you really are as a person. And I had my dark times, and no, it didn't lead to pedophilia or anything like that, but it led to a lot of sex it led to a, with adult women. Mm-hmm. Uh, it led to a lot of drugs. It led to a lot of tequila, and it led to a lot of bad decisions and a lot of fights and a lot of chaos, you know? Yep. So that, and, and, you know, it led to getting arrested, you know? But, you know, none of it was like kids or fucking drinking baby blood or anything like that. I was just a bad kid, you know? And then if you let the light go, it's a snowball, too. If Like, I'm in the middle of that process right now where it's mm-hmm. like, wow, like, I don't even care if I get laid. I don't even jerk off anymore, really. I'm just happy and I'm just – I have a purpose, right? So that's the thing. These people are just dark. And when they let their darkness go, it goes to levels you can't even fathom. They're almost subhuman. Yeah, and then when just... you surround them with other people, Romanelli, like – that are just like them and darker than them and richer than them. When you get to that point where you have hundreds of millions of dollars, it's and you're you're uh, a superficial person. It's like that next time. Like, why do they call weed a gateway drug? Right? Because you smoke even whether it is or not. That's a whole other debate. But you know, you take your first hit of weed and now you're in the drug world, right? And then it's like, oh, you know, you can build up a tolerance to weed. It's like, oh, let me try acid and let me try. And then it's usually mushrooms, right? And then you go to acid and then you pop an ecstasy pill. Next thing you know, you're fucking snorting crystal meth off a hooker's ass in the bathroom at the tunnel, right? So, you know, <laughs> it's just slow your dick. Go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's a dark process, and the pedophilia, um, they're trying to make it a sexual orientation is what they're doing. Well, that, yeah, that, that is definitely on the table. That's something that's trying, that, that they're trying to make happen, and that is not okay, and we can't let that happen. Yeah, Sam, San Diego State University normalizes pedophilia as a sexual orientation. Pedophiles believe they should be part of the LGBT community. These are headlines I'm reading. The normalization of pedophilia is underway, and California University is already trying to push it on students. Pedophilia is a natural sexual orientation you must accept. Ted, Ted X. Like, this is what they're trying to do, guys. Like, we're trying to stop it because you can't stop it unless you get it before it grows. Before it gets, before it's too late. Ultimately, you do a ton of damage to people because they're not mentally capable of understanding what's going on. And when you break someone's spirit and you do something to them that they can't control, it can spiral them to an awful, awful world. And like we've been laughing forever. Um, we've been laughing forever about these childhood stars who just, who just crash and burn because we thought it was funny. But in uh-huh. reality, dude, uh, it was really sad. It's super yeah. sad. Britney's sad. Bieber's sad. All of them. I mean, I, I can't even begin to talk about, like, how bad I feel about thinking, you know, some of these kids that you see that were just fucked up. Now that we know what Hollywood does to young actors and, you know, these Disney actors and all that, and you realize why they're so fucked up and why some of them killed themselves, some of them were killed. You look at Britney, you look at Bieber, you look at the whole litany of them. We always just thought, Romanelli, oh, well, child actors just end up fucked up. It's like, no, these people fuck them up. Yeah, they break them. It's a perpetual thing, man. It's, it's, it's you know, and, then, and a lot of them, either if they die or they get sacrificed or they go on to abusing. Yeah, and they become the abusers. Let's talk Wayfair real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer you guys have. If at any point you Let's get into Redskins, you know. dude. You got to break that before everybody else Yeah, does. that's what I was going to say. You want to go Redskins first? Yeah, All right. go so Redskins. Go Redskins first. Yeah. All right, so the Washington Redskins situation. Triple, you want to fill them in? So basically, now it's starting to come out, brother, that it's, uh, I mean, giant uh, sex trafficking 
I, I haven't heard if it's involving children, but it definitely involves their cheerleaders. Uh, mm-hmm. Insane uh, uh, management ownership relationships with people going on. Now, you have to understand that this has to be connected also to the New Orleans Saints who are found to be uh, covering for the Catholic Church child sex trafficking crimes. So the NFL has a real issue right now. Now, uh, I, we'll get into this, but I think there's a lot more going on to this than just a story. But, Tommy, I know you have a lot of information, but what we're seeing right now is this: the, some stories about some dark arts involving the Washington Redskins. Right. So stuff's breaking kind of as we're talking. This is part of the reason why we jumped on the pod and wanted to do it now while it's still fresh so we can get out in front of our predictions. So – what happened with the Redskins is we saw this whole Redskins name change, right? And we saw all the people in ownership all of a sudden go, nah, fuck this. I'm out. Like, we're not changing the name. We refuse to change the name. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, the Redskins are now officially changing their name. And that for me was like, wait, what? I thought they were fighting it at first. Now they're like all in on changing it. And then you start hearing that Snyder, Dan Snyder and the owners and everything are like, you know, we're, we're going to get out of the way. We don't want to be a part of this and all that. My first thing was I was like, false flag. It smells funny. And that's all I said. I posted it on Instagram story twice. And I said, this is a false flag. This is a complete false flag. Something's going on with the Redskins. And now keep in mind, I'm friends with tens of athletes. I don't want to say hundreds, but probably 40. Tens of athletes, right? (laughs) So I probably have have like 40, right? Like that I literally communicate with that I can shoot a text to or shoot a DM to. And, you know, some of them are former players. A lot of them are still current players. So when that shit started popping off, when they were changing the name, I started reaching out to a couple guys about, like, what do you think of the name change, Sam? And that's where I got my little leak where it was like, oh, I don't know, Redskins got bigger shit to worry about than the name change. And I was like, really? So that was, that was kind of interesting there, and that's what kind of tipped me off initially. But I was like, this is a false flag. Something's going to pop. And now what's happening? Forget the name change. This is what the liberals do. The Redskins, it came out today, earlier this morning. Uh, Pat McAfee was talking about it. Uh, there was there was papers leaking it that the Washington Post was about to drop a big story about the Washington Redskins. And here's just some of the stuff you're reading. According to insiders and anonymous Washington Post employees, the article will allege that Dan Snyder, he's the owner, uh, abused drugs and alcohol, paid off referees, paid them two million dollars to, to throw games and fade away. Snyder's not only the team, o- not the only team owner paying off refs. Others do it, too. Snyder and former Redskins coach Jay Gruden, brother of John Gruden, pimped out their cheerleaders to season ticket holders while holding their passports from them in a foreign country. Gruden and the Redskins running back Capri Bibbs was sleeping with the same woman as the coach. When, when Gruden found out, he benched Bibbs. During that game, and Bibbs was on the sideline freaking out, he ended up coming back in, getting pissed off, missing a block, which hurt Alex Smith. Snyder and Gruden would hold sex parties with rampant drugs use and sexual assaults. Snyder held nude photos with the Redskins cheerleaders. Lawyers are involved. The FBI is involved. You don't make that shit up. Okay? And now I started reaching out to people and players. I know tens of people in the media, too. But uh, you know, I started reaching out to everyone I know. And, like, most of them didn't have any idea, and they're like, whatever. Like, and then some didn't, didn't want to talk about it. But a couple of the people that I know were like, yeah, that shit's going on. Like, hard, way harder than you think. Like, there's a lot of shit going on. Like, they're throwing sex parties. They're throwing, like, dark, demonic sex parties there. The cheerleaders had an issue, if you guys remember, overseas a few years ago 
where they blew up and they went crazy about how they were forced to take nude photos. And the athletes I talked to were like, oh, the Redskins cheerleaders were always, you know, what we looked at as like the easy girls, like the hoes. That's real, dude. Everything you're hearing is real here. And there was a lot of young girls that were going up into offices. This is confirmed. Okay, this is not hype. This is confirmed. I know this from people who saw this. Multiple people told me the same story. You know, they used to see people at the arena walk up girls, young girls, who no one knew what the fuck was going on, into these offices, banging secretaries. Like, this shit's real, dude. And then the NFL, just the Washington Post, the shit magazine, came out today, and they were like, oh, 15 girls suing the Redskins for assault. That's your story? That's what you're going to say? They're going to minimize it, you know, like they do with everything. They're going to minimize Oh, it. the NFL is going to do whatever they can, dude. The NFL is going to... What do they do? Sam, you talked about this before. What do they do when they want owners out? Uh, dude, they... Well, basically what they do is they create... They wait till they can get the right scandal. It's the Donald Sterling Act. Basically what they did is they knew that. They knew that was out there, and they wanted Donald Sterling out because they finally had a, a team for the Clippers that could make, you know, be a good market team. So they got... they create this scandal, they kick them out, right? And they're going to do the same thing to James Dolan. That's what they do. They create scandals. Marge, Marge what's-her-face for the Cincinnati Reds, they did the same thing with her. When, they, when you are in a big market and, you, and your team sucks, they, the, what happens is the, the, the uh, commissioner is the employee of the owners. They cannot yep. fire somebody. They cannot get rid of somebody unless the, owner, yes, exactly. the other owners do that. And they don't want to do anything because they don't want something to come after them. So there has to be a fake scandal put out that forces the owner out. And you're talking about billionaires here. You yeah. know, like, like oh, you're talking about bad people. You know, big, like, listen. <laughs> The big boy club. You know what? Your listeners are going to love this. I, I, I was trying to do some digging on the Redskins, so I started doing a little more digging on the NFL, and your listeners are going to love this, Tommy. Do you know? I didn't know this till today. Do you Guess who uh, is part uh, of the – Let me see if you're pulling mine. I'm writing it down right now. Right, get, guess who wanted to be a part of the owner's club but was never allowed to be? Mark Cuban. I'm it. Donald Trump. Ah. Yeah. If you look, gotta, if you look back, he wanted to he wanted to buy the Jets, and they never let him do it. That's why he started the L. What is it, the LSFL or the USFL? Uh-huh. The USFL, because they would not let him part of that fucking club, and you, he you had the my, money. Go ahead, and, and that would make sense. You want my thing? That's interesting. Here's all you need to know. You guys know who Jeff Bezos is? Yeah. You know the newspaper that was supposed to drop the story today? Mm-hmm. Washington ah. Post. Bezos owns the Washington Post. Bezos also, as recently as fucking last year, was putting in bids to buy the Washington Redskins. Oh, no shit. So you have Jeff Bezos, who just got his Twitter account hacked for the Bitcoin scam literally yesterday, who owns the Washington Post, the paper that had all the dirty details of what really was going on and leaked out what they had. Right. They leaked out. Here's all the shit we got. Now, think if you're Bezos, Mm -hmm. I don't want to blow the whole fucking team up. As I'm about to buy it, right? Like, I just want to damage it enough, scare Snyder enough to get him the fuck out. So here, Snyder, here's what I have. I will drop all these bombs. The 15-year-old girls at orgy parties, the cocaine, everything that I have here. I already leaked it. You're out. And then Snyder's like, all right, I'm out, but don't leak all that shit. Okay, well, I'm about to buy this fucking team. So I don't want to buy a team that has all these scandals. So I'll just leak the sexual harassment through the paper that I own, 
And the one that I was fucking teasing that was going to drop the story, so I'm going to make some money on the paper. I'm going to get this dude out of the team. We're going to have 15 cheerleaders sue for sexual harassment. I'm a billionaire. I'll throw him a couple mil each, get him out of the fucking way, and now I own the Redskins. And everyone goes, oh, well, the scandal wasn't that bad. It was just a bunch of cheerleaders who got their titties grabbed. And it goes back to blackmail. Yep, and it all goes back to blackmail and Bezos. It's blackmail and Zuckerberg. Blackmail and Soros. It's these same gates it's the same fucking group of people every time who own motherfucking everything yep dude i, yep. I didn't know this I, I found this out today i know this is not about the redskins but i didn't i didn't know that the found the founder of the nfl walter camp was part of the skull and bones yep i didn't yeah, know I any, yeah I didn't, I didn't know that and that's a fact i mean it was it's i found that out today i mean that's fucking crazy this it's the the nfl's I, I love it but it's one of the biggest distractions going right i mean right yep yeah, and and the, what'd you say? It's Sam? just unbelievable this game that they play, dude. It's so cutthroat, and <laughs> and it's just like you know they hire these guys, and here's the thing: it's just like it's so hard to get rid of a bad owner because there's so much money yeah. in these things. Ask a Knicks even fan. A, even as a, like a bad baseball team, you make so much money, guys, so much money, and again. Dude, the NFL, dude, the, the New Orleans Saints scandal got brushed under. Brush, yeah. You know, nobody cared. So it's kind of crazy. Hey, guys, I got a jam, unfortunately. Daddy's got to go. Um, but it's a pleasure as always. I wish uh, I wish we we should get our little thing together once a month and do one of these. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be. And make sure you guys check out Sam's podcast. Um, follow him on Twitter first. Go do that right now. Get your phones back out. At Ronan. R-O-N-I-N, not Roman. His dick works fine. At Ronin, R-O-N-I-N, Sam Tripoli, T-R-I-P-O-L-I. And then go follow the Tinfoil Hat cast, a Tinfoil Hat podcast. Believe it or not, that was the guest appearance when I was on Sam's show that jumped me off. That was the jump off point for No Mercy. So I oh, wouldn't shit. be here doing this, talking to you guys without Sam bringing me on his show. That was the oh, point shit. when we saw our listenership double overnight. So I owe Sam a lot. So go listen to him. Subscribe download help him out sammy love you brother. always a pleasure guys i'll talk to you soon. yeah great talking to you always sam. A pleasure. all right sam leave your leave your computer on don't let don't touch anything okay. there just leave all that right. on so that file's got to download all when right, you get out so i'll just hit uh, didn't touch anything yeah there you go good all right romanelli let's talk uh anything else on these topics real quick no i mean i just was it's just interesting i was uh, i thought you were gonna like that today i didn't know anything about uh trump trying to buy a team and wasn't allowed it's funny because uh, you know it, it seems like he always was kind of the one they all laughed at remember obama right was saying you'll never be the president and they're yeah. all laughing at him and then i didn't know about this nfl thing i thought that was very interesting it is um you know it's an, another thing that's really interesting i mean it has nothing to do with the redskins but it's very interesting what is one fact that i feel like a lot of americans know especially people in new jersey we knew about it when we had the super bowl here what do we learn we learn that super bowl weekend is the number one weekend in the world where most humans are trafficked yes i did right that, that yeah, was right. that was local news right we all talk but guess what the nfl never speaks about it they're all about yeah. they're all about activism what is it the yep. month of, the month of october we got to look at those stupid fucking uh pink everything is pink where none of that yep. money and i'm like listen we need to cure cancer of course but none of that fucking money goes to, to, to the amount of money that was generated has any like what, what is it done it's just everyone's right. wearing pink why don't we have a human trafficking fucking day since your fucking Super Bowl is is the weekend that brings out the most? I just don't get I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It's the it, it is the weekend with the most trafficking. I remember hearing I heard about that when you heard about it. Right. Like yeah. it was here in Jersey. I didn't even know about that. Me and you study this shit. 
Yeah. But just yeah, like, I mean, it's it's just crazy how these worlds collide. I mean, you know what else is weird, Mike? That Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter is still not on. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm just seeing this. Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter, he's still just retweeting, and someone said his account's still locked. So that's weird after the Twitter hack. Um, July 15th, his last tweet was 2 p.m. on July 15th. Yeah, he's still locked out. Don yeah. Jr., that's strange. I don't know if you get into uh, Gementria at all, but that was kind whatever of... You, wherever you want to go with it. No, what I'm saying, I, I don't... It's a little bit above my head, but uh, what is it? Uh, she gives you a lot of shouts, so might as well give her a shout in this podcast. Uh, surfing Santa or whatever. She no, ha- Santa Surfing. She, yeah, yeah, Santa sa- Surfing. Sa- yeah, sa- Santa Surfing. She she does a lot of these like where it's like a program where you you know do the Gementria and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Junior. I, that might be why he's been shut down. He's, he's tweeting very... Very cryptically, where I guess capital letters, whatever, and then they put it into this program, and it's like, what? My mind is blown. It's yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Did she's th- so good with that shit. Yeah, she's great. Santa- she's, she's been giving you props, man, which is awesome. Oh, actually, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I, I apologize to anyone out there that's giving me props. One, it's very rare. Uh, I, I prefer to be hated. I'm not comfortable getting props. But uh, at Santa surfing, Santa like Santa Claus surfing. Uh, she's phenomenal. She's the Nisara Jasara. Yeah, God, maybe we could touch on that for a second. But um, let's hit on this Wayfair thing real quick here. Why yeah. I got you, uh, sure. Romanelli. Sure. So for those people that don't know what went on, I'm assuming everyone does. I'm assuming you guys all saw it all over the Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But the Wayfair situation that took place was just in a nutshell, a brief version of it. The Anons were out there online and started noticing very expensive i think it was cabinets before it was pillows right mm-hmm. they noticed the cabinets first yeah. so Burn, yeah. like 12 fifteen thousand dollar cabinets that were being shown all over the place on wayfair and next thing you know um everyone's digging on it going what the fuck and people were matching skew codes to pedo sites and it's just crazy but we know uh, mike that that's how they traffic right they traffic through intermediary sites with like how does one pedophile in fucking London talk to another person who's selling a kid in Utah or Omaha or fucking L.A.? Like, that's almost impossible. You can't just go out and say, hey, looking for a 13-year-old, right? So they do it through these sites, and they do it in plain sight. It has to be obvious enough for other pedophiles and other sex traffickers to identify it, but not obvious enough that a regular person can pick it out and send them to the FBI, right, Mike? Absolutely. Did, did did you actually see? Hold on, I'm trying to pull it up because I saved it. Did you see uh, the what Ellen had on Wayfair? Yes, I believe <laughs> it. You want to know something? I think I was the one who found that. Oh, okay. I was at least one, I was in that, <laughs> that picture that you keep seeing in newspapers and, and internet blogs <laughs> with the red box. You know, that's my red box outlining the ten thousand dollars. I threw that box on that Ellen picture. Wait, but oh. yeah, that Ellen pillow. Yeah, the pillow, right, right? the yeah. the, ra- the, the the white rabbit. Which, which, you know, I, I want to ask you, maybe I might sound dumb with this, but uh, why are they using the white rabbit when I thought that was more of uh, our thing? Or is, or is, I mean, it, is it just like kind of like the swastika, how it was like supposed to, you yeah, know, yeah, it's just, basically just, just yeah. dirt, just dirtying up. Like, all right. Right. So our thing is basically to follow the white rabbit and they're the fucking white rabbits leading us to trouble. And they're the so. white rabbit. And when I say the swastika, I should clear up what I'm saying. That was an ancient Indian in the country of India. It was an Indian symbol that still to this day you will find everywhere. Uh, I, I don't obviously, you know, it's not, but you know, Mike what I mean? hates Jews. Mike hates Jews. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't hate anyone. I hate fucking pedophiles. I, I hate pedophiles. That's what I hate. I mean, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I know. I know. Yeah. But, yeah. So, 
but yeah, I mean, they, they're doing, so they were, they were basically selling these cabinets. So worse or closets or whatever it was. So we started looking at it going, oh, fuck no, get the fuck out of here. And then we started digging around more and we started finding $10,000 throw pillows all over these sites. And at first it just looked like, wait a minute, like we know how this shit works. We know how Craigslist works. If you want to get a hooker in Manhattan, where did everyone go five years ago? Craigslist. Why? Because Craigslist is basically just a facilitator. And let's say, you know, Romanelli's a hooker and I want to get a hooker. Well, Romanelli will post something with a certain coding on it. You know, that's that's where we got. Uh, what is it? Uh, BB. What, what are the things? BBW and all these different oh, yeah, symbols. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. All the co- like different things for porn and shit now. Right. Like the porn things like big breasted white and all that kind of stuff. So that stuff started. And then they had different codes for selling sex. Right. The same way the pedophiles will say, hey, bring pizza. The same way me and you, Romanelli, we were younger, say, hey, you got the ski passes, yeah. you know, or something, which which meant cocaine, you know, like. So everyone has their own little codes and symbols. Well, we caught them with their codes because the thing they did, they made it too obvious. And it was the same cabinet over and over with different prices, different names. And then someone cross-referenced the names of the cabinets with miss- in the missing children database. Wow. And these cabinets weren't named like Judy. They were named like uh, Malanina. Uh, exact like, names? You know, you know, And all the exact names matched yeah. missing children yeah. within or, the last year. Yeah, exact fucking names. Exact. Not, it, not from like eight years ago. Like yeah. from May. Yeah, exact. Exact names. Exact. So, so yeah. And they were all different prices. So, And that's the thing. And some of them even had the number, which represented the age and all that. But that's what made everything really fucking weird. And that's when me and everyone else went, oh, fucking hell no. So I was putting out videos. I was putting out threads, uh, all kinds of shit. And then we found the throw pillows. And then I'm like, wait a minute. The first throw pillow that comes up for $10,000 is an Ellen DeGeneres throw (laughs) pillow. So then I went on and then I sat on the site for three and a half hours waiting for a price change because I knew it was coming once it went viral. And then I caught it on my camera. I caught the price change from $10,000 back to $45. I got banned from Twitter for 12 hours. This stupid fucking reporter, Ben Collins from the New York Times, came out and fucking started saying, oh, debunked. Debunked, right, Romanelli? Right out yeah, the gate. Yeah. Debunked. Yeah, debunked. It's over. Nothing to debunked. see here. All done. Like 15 yeah. minutes in. Like, oh. we're diving. We haven't even found it. The FBI doesn't even know yet. The CIA hasn't looked into it. All the Anons are just digging up more shit and more shit and more shit. And then my Instagram post gets censored, and it says false content. And then this dumb fuck on Twitter comes at me and goes, debunked. And they're not even saying the same thing, Romanelli. Instagram told me I was debunked. Because these are industrial cabinets, Wayfair said, these are industrial cabinets, and they're very expensive, and it's been debunked. And then Ben Collins said another Wayfair representative told him it was a pricing glitch on the website. Yeah. So the debunkers can't even get their motherfucking story straight, yet they're the first ones. And what I always say, Mike, if I'm trying to uncover a sex trafficking situation... And you debunk me publicly and spread that debunking without being 100% certain that you are debunking something that is not real. You are complicit in the sex trafficking. First of all, I mean, yeah, right? I mean, don't you want to – if you're going to debunk something so horrific, aren't you going to really lo- go deep into it and make sure that shit is debunked before you just debunk it? Nothing right. to look at. I mean, come on, man. The kids' names is the coincidence that I just—it's not—it's not. Did you did you actually look at the headquarters in Boston? Did you look into that yet? 
uh, where it's like on St. James Street. There we go. Yeah. What, what are the What are the three things? There was yeah. like three anomalies with it. Yeah. So St. James Ave is like the back street. There's two Rothschilds uh, offices like right next, like right across the street of either one uh, that are like major. Um, the 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 whole building's got the you know the the checkerboard. It's a very strange looking building. There was um, one other thing. What when you look, at, there's a there's a rabbit statue. If you the look, rabbit, yeah, yeah. If you if you look at it from an aerial view, it totally looks like a skull. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a really creepy building, and it's got a lot of creepy stuff going on. Um, How about you know the the books that were on the bookshelves? I did a whole video on bro. the fucking. Uh, the books on the bookshelves, and I and I did. A, I have some apps where you can kind of scan and see if something's photoshopped. So you no did a phenomenal job on that. Let me tell you something. You did a phenomenal job on that. Um, I want to shout out my boy. He's a big fan of yours, uh, James Curry. He's got a We the People Radio. He's the one who's like, bro, your boy Tommy G nailed it with the photoshopping. And then he started reading me the names of the books. Like, come on, man. If you if you have a furniture store, aren't you going to put like I don't know, like some really nice. Like, like so maybe you put some encyclopedias. I don't know. Think and Grow Rich, yeah. or yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, Webster's yeah. Dictionary, or yeah. you know, yeah. Jack and Jill. Yeah, the books are like I don't know, like well, how, how to steal children from Haiti or some shit. It's like it, crazy. literally yeah. the name of the book that I found <laughs> when I was digging it, and, and and it's always fun, right, Romanelli? When you could because you send them to me a lot, right? Like when you could find your own thing that no one saw yet, like yeah. that that that's a better rush than any drug or any sex I've ever had for yeah. me. Like yeah. the pool drowning thing, right? Yeah. When I'm drunk, like di- when when I don't know why it's because you feel like you're doing something good, right? Like you feel like we have a purpose right now. Like if I could save one child, like I might actually get into heaven, like, you know? Yeah. Because like a year ago, I was like seeing hell. Like I did way <laughs> too many drugs and went to way too many raves and you know had way too much sex yeah. to to ever be up there, right? And I'm like, whoa, like I could I can go to heaven if I keep doing this, bro. So like when it, when this happens, there's no more fulfilling feeling than busting a pedophile or busting a pedophile ring or catching the Clintons with a murder. So like when I was looking, through, so I just get autistic with it and I just won't stop staring and looking and digging. When I saw that book, bro, I was like, it was featured on the thing. I'm like, does this book say Bloody Harvest? Yeah. Like imagine you own a fucking store, any <laughs> store, a sneaker store, a website. Yeah. A fucking pizza shop, a comedy club like Romanelli, a restaurant like whatever it is, okay? Even if you're saying it's a fucking nightclub, right? Like with half-naked chicks. You have a bookshelf. And you could Photoshop because it's not like they just found a bookshelf with nine books on it. Like they strategically place every book on the bookshelf. You could put any book you want on that shelf. Wouldn't the last book you put on there be a book called Bloody Harvest, which is seen... Romanelli, they talk to us about certain colors shouldn't be used in marketing, right? Don't use red. Well, I guarantee you the marketing guy would say, yeah, don't use bloody harvest on the bookshelf that we're (laughs) trying to sell. That might have a negative connotation, which might make people not want to buy it. And it's it's about organ harvesting of the Falun Gong. Like the Falun Gong organ harvesting. And then the universe just laid it on my lap. We go to Amazon, Romanelli, and the book. The paperback book is nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars, and and what and what it and what does Q always tell us? Symbolism will be their downfall. Yep. And you got people, and you got people like Tommy G, who are just fucking digging and finding, yeah, finding the fucking symbolism, man. I mean, it's like they're they're you know Sam always says this that a lot of shit just getting away from them. There's a lot of things that 
that I think they thought they were they were too smart for or technologies and things that they thought that and it's all getting away from them. So many of these things are just getting away from them. And there's good people out there digging and there's people that are sick and tired of it, man. And the symbolism will be the downfall. It will be. It is. It, it, it is. And you know what? It's part of their religion, too. You know, like a lot of yeah. people ask, uh, yeah. and Romanelle, you probably speak on this pretty well, but a lot of people ask, you know, why why do they keep pushing the LGBTQ? Why do they keep pushing trans, transgender? Why do they keep pushing that? Why do they keep attacking white men? Why are they trying? And why do they put the symbolism out there? Like, first of all, my first question is, have you ever watched a serial killer documentary? Like, ever? Or any type of movie about a murderer? You ever watch Saw? You ever watch any movie where there's a murderer involved? Don't they always leave clues intentionally because they're demented and they need the challenge? And then it like goes once- it goes deeper than that too, where I can't I can't put put my finger exactly on it, but there's something about Luciferianism or oh yeah where, yeah that, where, they where, have to yeah where they have to it's part of their ritual like they gotta for them for their karmatic energy to come full circle they gotta tell you that's why we saw so much predictive programming for nine eleven and, and all yep. the tra- all the tragedies all the things it's like. They got to show us idiots, and I'm doing that in air quotes because we're not fucking idiots. We're we're strong. We're strong fucking people. And if we just knew how how strong we were, and we're we're starting to awaken, man. The Great Awakening is here. And I'm not a hundred percent a Trump guy, hundred percent a Q guy, but it doesn't matter. It all goes together. We are awakening as a species, and 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 they're freaking the fuck out, man. And, and that's the thing. It is part of their thing. So when you ask why LGBTQ, why hermaphrodite, transvestite, why transgender, what that's part of the Satanism. Look into it. Research Luciferianism. Research all this kind of stuff. They have to show they're in plain sight. The devil doesn't want to lay in the shadow. He wants to be shown to the world. So you have to leave clues. You have to the same way as, I mean, think about it the other way, right? Trump, why do Trump supporters wear ugly red MAGA hats? That's the ugliest motherfucking hat. (laughs) It looks like a $4 fucking hat. It's, I would, it's the worst looking thing in the world, right? Yeah. But everyone wears it proud. Why? Because it's not about the hat. It's about showing I'm with Trump. I am not silent, motherfucker. It's bright motherfucking fire engine red, and I'm walking right into this store with you liberals. I dare you to fucking say something to me, right? Yeah. You want your symbolism in the face, whether it's good symbolism or bad symbolism. You're proud of it. Fraternities wear their logos on their sweatshirts. Teams wear their logos on their shirts. We get tattoos of things we believe in, whether it's quotes or symbols. We're mm-hmm. a symbolistic society. It's been going on since yeah. the fucking ancient Egypt and the Bible and the Mayans. Like, symbols everywhere. We are a symbolistic society. The Freemasons did it. Just go look at a dollar bill and you'll see a fucking pyramid and an Illuminati eye on it. This has been throughout history. We tag. We want our signature on things. We want to own things, and we need symbolism on them. So these sick fucks, this is their way. The difference is they didn't think we'd get smart enough to crack their codes. And they can't stop now because they need to signal to each other, and we're just too smart. And when you look at the uh, transgender aspect, why are they feminizing men and not strengthening women? Because we're all for strengthening women. All Mm -hmm. of us. At least I know me, Tripoli, and Romanelli. Yeah, like you won't sure. find three guys who are more. I mean, I come from a single strong mother. When my, my dad left when I was little, like, I will never say a woman shouldn't be strong and powerful, mm-hmm. but not at the detriment of a man. Yeah. You don't need to turn a man beta, Mike, to make a woman strong. You can keep no, a man no. strong and make a woman strong, and we could be equal. I'm good with that. But don't fucking make a man beta and put him in a dress and capri pants and shaving all his shit with skinny jeans yeah. and fucking waxed eyebrows. Like, no, no, no. 
but that's part of their culture because if you look at the satanic gods, if you look, they're all dual gender. Yes. They all have both parts. They're half man, half female. That duality, that androgynous kind of, you know, I'm everything and nothing is part of their culture. So when you see men dressing like women, when you see LeBron James in a purse and, and a crop top, that's why. It's part of their plan. That's how you could tell who's in this shit. 100%, man. You're right. They're just trying to they're trying to muddy the waters. That's what it is. You're right. They're trying to they're trying to confuse confuse people, confuse young people. It's it's what it is, man. It's uh, we got to all it, we got to all take take our own power back. Men, women, everyone and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's and, that's and, demonized as well. To be a strong and, man, to be a strong woman, it's demonized and it shouldn't be. Yeah, and it's and a confident man and woman, especially, right? Yes. They want you insecure. They want you following celebrities. And we turn the gun on them in more ways than one. And this is what's happening um, here, Mike. And we'll wrap this up in a couple minutes. Yeah, I got, I got, I actually, I got a podcast actually you, going right now. But it's okay. I'll keep, uh, it's, I, yeah, I hear them upstairs. It's they're 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 waiting for me to jump in. <laughs> but we got a late jump on this. No, it's all right. So, yeah. But I mean, I think we we turned more than just the internet on them. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone talks about the internet that we've turned on them. No, we turn their own celebrities on them right now. That's what they're doing because they realized the way to get to us was through the internet. But who talks through the internet? 13 million people follow Chrissy Teigen. 80 million people follow Lady Gaga. You know, Billie Eilish has 700 million downloads on her YouTube. LeBron James has 30 million followers. So they took these celebrities to take over the internet. Take over the TV, take over everything electronic, right? They're on the radio, they're on the TV, and they're on the internet. They turned us into an electronic society, and then they took their Illuminati celebrity puppets, and they propped them up all the way to the top. The problem is they're not built like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the Soroses. They're fucking sloppy, and they take things too far, and they get too dumb, and they're emotional, and then all of a sudden we start to see cracks in their armor and chinks in their armor, now we're turning the celebrities against them because guess what? If we could turn around and wake everyone up to the Epstein flight logs and to fucking Weinstein and Epstein, and if they could take down maybe an Oprah, a Chrissy Teigen, a John Legend, a Rain Wilson, once these celebrities start dropping Jimmy Kimmel, they lose everything. The only way they even have a chance in an election is to get the hundreds of millions of people that these celebrities have the minds of to vote for Biden. If we could take their celebrities down, that's the head of the snake. They have nothing anymore. Yeah, it's happening right now, man. False, false idols, false idols. It's happening right now. It is. Well, Romanelli, yeah. I'm going to let you go, brother. I know you're yeah. – thank you. Thank you for coming on. We did this impromptu. You guys had an hour window, and I kept it for an hour and <laughs> 40. Tommy, thank, so. You so, th- thank you so much. I, I really just appreciate everything that you and Sam have done for me. I've uh, got my little show, my little – thing going on i uh, got no carnival parking going on right now live in my, my studio i gotta jump in and once again man thank you so much i, I appreciate your fans they've been following me and uh it's been nothing but love and that's well, we're gonna we're gonna blow that up so you guys make sure you go over there follow my dude this is one of my best friends this isn't just someone from the industry this is literally one of my best friends uh romanelli uh, at freethinker tv on twitter at freethinker tv and then freethinker.tv you could find all his podcasts and information and if any of you guys are in jersey hit him up He's got a restaurant. He's got a comedy club. He's got everything. So yeah. actually, Sam, Sam, yeah, Sam's a partner with me on the Dojo of Comedy East, and we got some. We just finally started doing some patio shows, and that's uh, Sam Tripoli's a part a partner of mine on that. And so we have part. a show if they'd open the fucking country yes. up. Like me, yes. you, and Tripoli are supposed to be there doing a show in September, which we're going to yeah. promote if they can leave this shit open. Yes, live podcast. Cannot wait. 
Yeah, so that's going to be fun. So follow Romanelli on Twitter, and if you guys want some great food and some laughs, hit him up. Uh, right now it's just the patio, but that whole shit will be open, and I'm there a lot. So, Romanelli, get out of here. Leave your computer on. Don't fuck with the computer. I, I'll leave it on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tommy. All right, bro. Love you, man. Talk love to you later. Later. All right, so I, I wanted to go on a quick little rant here uh, just before we end, just about a lot of people ask me the question of how does how does one get into this cult-like situation okay and and i deal with this every day like come on they're not eating babies they're not i'm like it doesn't start like that it doesn't start with them going from 16 year old singer with a good voice to fucking peeling baby's flesh off their face it's a slow process and you need to understand what it's like and why they target um single parent children and why they target abused and damaged children what they do i'm going to give you an example Okay, and I'm just going to walk you through this example real quick and then we'll shut this motherfucker down. But you need to hear this. Okay, so I'm going to make a hypothetical situation. Okay, this is not real. I'm just I'm just saying. So let's say it was with myself or with someone else. So I wanted to be a baseball player. That was my thing. All right. This is hypothetical. Please do not take this serious. I probably shouldn't even put this fucking soundbite. Actually, I'm going to use Jake because I know one of you motherfuckers is going to take this soundbite and make it sound like I'm saying this about myself and miss all the context. So there's a kid named Jake, okay? Jake wants to be a basketball player. Jake wants to be a baseball player. So Jake's a baseball player. He's 14 years old. He's really good at baseball. And let's use basketball. I keep jumping around. So Jake's a basketball player. He's really good at basketball. He's tall for his age. He's really talented, okay? So they're recruiting kids at 10 years old. LeBron James, we knew he was going to be a superstar in the NBA when he was like 12, I think was the first time I heard about LeBron James because he's, he's right here. He's, in the, he's on the East Coast in the area. Uh, Tim Thomas, another one, a lot of these kids. So Jake is a really good basketball player. He's six foot four at 14 years old, dunking on everyone, just absolute phenom. The cabal sees this kid. Oh, he could be a stud, right? They talk to their leaders, the LeBrons and everyone in the NBA. Like, what do you think of this kid? Yeah, he's got talent. Let's bring him in. Okay, fine. Now, what's his family like is the first question they're going to ask. Well, it comes from a broken home, you know, lives in the hood. Uh, dad left when he was younger. You know, mom's poor, struggling, working a couple jobs, you know, maybe on welfare. All right, let's get him. So what they do is they send the quote-unquote agent, which is a fucking undercover. It's a Mr. Smith that they're sending over to him. Uh, it's an undercover. It's a cabal. There's agents, and the CAA is a fucking literally littered with cabals. So they go send an agent, a recruit, someone who's going to go to the mom when the kid's 13, 14, and say, hey, listen, we really like what you see out of your son. I'm with Duke University. We think we can, uh, we think we can really do a lot with him, and we can make him go pro. And then the mom's, oh, really? Yeah, we've had a lot of people talk to us. Well, I don't think they're going to do what I'm going to do. Listen, you're in some financial trouble. Here's the deal. How about, I, how about I pay off your car in your house? Right? Wait, what? How about I I'll pay off your car in your house? I just do no commitment. You don't need to. He doesn't need to go to Duke. But, you know, and here's, here's some money. Take, take $10,000, $15,000. Just, you know, this is just on me. Just want to be good. He's a great kid. I hate seeing you like this. I do really well. We all do. Now you own them. Okay? It's another form of slavery. So now you own them. So now that mother is indebted to you. And now you disappear for a little while. You poke your head back in when he turns 15. You stay in. Maybe give him some more money. And now this kid is all of a sudden like, hey, yo, would you, do you, you want to meet LeBron James? Like, what? Meet LeBron James? Like, what do you mean? Oh, I, I mean, I could, I could have you introduce to him. I could bring you to, I could bring you to the Lakers game. Like, we'll fly out to L.A. or bring you to the game. Distance from the family. Pull away from the family. 
Bring him out to L.A. I've already talked to LeBron. LeBron's going to make this kid feel like a million bucks. This kid's starstruck. He's already gone. He's already literally thinking about playing with LeBron. LeBron's buttering him up. The whole cabal now controls him. He's insecure. He's broke. He doesn't have much family. And then what they do is they convince him to go to school somewhere away. Honestly, Duke might have been a bad example. It would probably make more sense to bring him to Cal or UCLA or something like that out closer to L.A. They bring this kid out to UCLA. Get him, get him on the UCLA basketball team. Get him a Lexus. Get him a Range Rover, whatever the fuck it is. By this point now, this kid's 17 years old. He already thinks who the fuck he is. And then he starts to move up, and he starts to be a really good college player. And then LeBron will bring him to a party. And then they bring him to a party. Hey, man, you, you know, do you drink? Do you do drugs? Nah, man, I don't, I don't really mess with any of that stuff. And if he did, even easier. But, you know, I don't really mess with that stuff. Ah, oh, well, you know, we're going to be hanging out with fucking uh, Madonna, and, you know, and Jay-Z's going to be like, what? Like, yeah, and then you bring them there, and then you're doing some drugs. They're doing some drugs. Yeah, try it. Give them a bump of Coke. You know, they start to slowly work these kids in. Next thing you know, you drop a little fucking adrenochrome on the kid. He doesn't know it's baby blood. He just knows, try this. No, man, I don't want to do that. I don't know what that is. Bro, Jay-Z walks over and says, yeah, bro, hit this. Try this. You think you're not doing any fucking drug that's put in front of you at that point? If fucking... Hove comes over and says, yo, I'm doing it. Madonna's doing it. LeBron's doing it. Dude, you don't even belong there, bro. You'll do anything to fit into this fucking group. These are your idols. These are the people who worship you. And next thing you know, you're fucking bugging out. You're running around naked. There's orgies. There's chaos. Everyone's high-fiving. You're making you feel like a fucking million bucks. This is your dream. This is everything you've ever wanted in your entire motherfucking life. Happening right now at 17 years old, 18 years old. You wake up in the morning, hungover, barely remember. They probably fucking, you know, blacked you out and raped you for all you fucking know. They're filming everything you're doing in that house. They're getting all the blackmail they can get in that fucking house at that moment. They got enough on you at 18 years old right there. Probably fucking kids, fucking men getting fucked. Who know? You're on adrenochrome. You're on coke. You're on acid. You're on whatever the fuck drug they want to put you on. And you wake up and you're nervous just like anyone else who wakes up hungover. Like, what the fuck happened? Oh, my God. And you turn around. And then immediately, bro, you were the best last night. Dude, I was talking. Jay-Z left, but he was talking about how fucking great you were, bro. Everyone loves you. And your biggest fear when you wake up hungover is who did I text? What did I do? What did I do wrong? And everyone's like, holy shit, he loves me. They love me. I did it. I'm in. Right? And then, yo, we got another party in a week and a half. We're going to Will Smith's house. Like, you want to come? You're done, bro. You're done. You're a lost kid. You just, just two years ago, you were, three years ago, you were just a tall kid playing good basketball with a mom who cried herself to sleep at night and a bunch of friends who were slinging rock on a fucking street corner. Now you're fucking going to Will Smith's party and LeBron James' party and hanging out with Jay-Z. Bro, you will do anything. And then they start getting you, what was that drug I did? Like, let's use the adrenochrome. Oh, no, it's called, uh, you know, X Factor. That's what we call it or something. And it's the most addictive, powerful drug in the world, adrenochrome. So after you do that a couple more times, go to a couple more parties, you're addicted to this shit. Yo, I need some more of that X Factor, bro. And then little by little, they get blackmail on you, blackmail on you, blackmail on you, and you start to play ball. If you don't voluntarily play ball, once you start finding out that that's baby blood, it don't matter what they told you it was. You ever see a crack addict? They'll fucking murder someone on the street for crack if they're going through withdrawals. This thing has the strongest withdrawals of anything out there. It becomes like your life supply. Now, keep in mind, it normally doesn't happen at 17, 18. You're going to evolve yourself into this world. It's not every athlete. It's like eight athletes in the NBA. So when I'm sitting here telling you that elite cabal, that LeBron level, that Kobe level, it's not fucking 50 guys. I'm friends with a couple of friends, I should say, acquaintances or no, uh, a couple guys who are currently playing in the NBA right now. 
They don't fucking know, but they're not going to be a part of this. It's LeBron and whoever LeBron recruits. Just like it's Oprah in Hollywood. It's Hillary in politics. There's a leader, and then they are very careful and cautious about who they recruit into this. I'm just giving you a hypothetical example if they wanted to ingratiate into you at 17, 18 years old and really grab you uh, right out the gate. But it doesn't even need to be a dream chrome. Once they start getting you into the drug world and they control your finances, they control your life, they buy you a house, they buy you a car, they control your mom. They got to control your family because if you start to think, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, you're going to call mom. So they got to have mom under their fucking control too. Start MK altering you, start getting you involved. Next thing you know, you're in this dark world. You're in this dark place of party, money, drugs, bitches. That's why they promote that. And then it's pretty easy move up to there. I mean, it really is. Ne- next thing you know, you're, you know, what was that? That was adrenochrome. You know, what is that? Eh, it sounds fucking weird, but, you know, it's actually blood. It's human blood. You know, and they just lightly explain. You don't care at that point. I've never done adrenochrome, by the way. I'm just assuming this is how it works. Uh, same way they indoctrinate people into fraternities and the mafia and all that. Like, what do you have to do to get in their mafia? You got to kill somebody. You, you got to make your bones. You can't get into the mafia unless you murder someone. What do you got to do in a fraternity? In order to get into the fraternity, you got to embarrass the shit out of yourself and get hazed. So what do you want to do if you want to get into the Will Smith parties and the Illuminati? You better believe we're going to put you in a dress and take some pictures with you. Or you got to fuck this fucking girl. How old is that girl? Don't worry about how old that girl is. You got to fuck her. It's a hazing process. They put you through the hazing. They buck break you. They break you down. They turn you into basically a, a robot, like a drone, like every fraternity member. We're going to wear the same clothes. We're going to sing the same song. We're going to have the same theme. We're going to fuck the same girls. We're going to look the same the same thing in this illuminati bullshit and that's what happens and next thing you know you're at a party that's a halloween themed party and it seems kind of crazy but it's not halloween and it's like a spirit cooking dinner and it's like why are they cutting up people well they're really cakes and it just evolves and little by little you just get desensitized to all this shit you get addicted to the drugs you get addicted to the lifeblood you get programmed you get mk altered you get brainwashed and next thing you know, you're now a handler. Hey, we need you to recruit this kid. If you do this, we're going to get you $50 million. We're going to get you a Nike deal. We're going to put you on the map. Blah, blah. And that's how it goes. So don't focus it on the wearing baby's flesh and all that kind of shit. Focus it on just the indoctrination into the dark world. And that slow process that goes from just kid who's kind of you know, got a rough life on the streets, who's got some talent to how easy it is with a few celebrities and pulling you away from your mom and getting you into the right place, getting you away from Cleveland or getting you away from... What do you think they did with LeBron? LeBron was a great kid at Cleveland. Where'd they move him to? South Beach in LA. I'm going to South Beach, right? He goes back to Cleveland just to win the damn championship because the fucking cabal was probably sitting there like, yo, dude, you just killed your brand, right? Like, yeah, you went to Miami, you won a chip. You know, now you killed your brand. You got to go get a championship back to Cleveland. We need you to be lovable. We need you to be an icon. And now he's dark. You ever notice LeBron is not his skin, but he's gotten dark. He doesn't smile anymore. He doesn't laugh anymore. Like the dark side has come out of him. He used to be the happiest person in the whole league. These people, these celebrities have gotten very dark. So that's really the process. That's how it works. It's an easier process than you think. If you just take the adrenochrome, the stuff that your cognitive dissonance isn't really ready to accept out and just kind of focus of, how hard is it to get a young kid with some talent and some daddy issues on a path of worshiping um, superficial items, goods, money, sex, and drugs? I mean, fuck. That's the easiest thing in the world. Once you get them there, and once you make that their lifestyle and surround them with other people like that's their lifestyle, 
The next step is fucking adrenochrome and fucking human sacrifice. I mean, that's it's not a hard jump. The hard jumps to get him into the dark world. Once you get him in the dark world, it's an easy jump to just slowly bring him up to the point where they probably want to get out at a certain point going, what the fuck am I doing? I can't believe I got caught up in this world. We've all had it, right? We've had nights where we're just drinking. Like, I can't believe I got so drunk. How did I get so fucking drunk? Why did I keep doing this tequila? Why did I sleep with that girl? Why did I, like, everyone has had it. Now imagine if it's fucking celebrities and millions of dollars and all the fame and life-changing, how easy it is to get caught up and dragged into that. So that's my little rant to end the show here. Uh, Thank you to Sam Tripoli. Thank you to Mike Romanelli. Uh, We'll be back with Bob's Lessons in the Bod. Uh, Neither of them can make it today. I wanted to get an emergency podcast out to cover this. As far as the Wayfair stuff, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit. I might throw it into the intro uh, about the Kittison stuff that's going on there. I got to think another break in this. But that Wayfair thing is not debunked. That is a lot of smoke. I'm not saying it's real. We don't have proof. But, I mean, no one's been able to explain a single motherfucking thing about that Wayfair situation to me yet outside of just dismissing it because they're afraid of what's going on. But stay woke. Keep researching. Keep looking around. Don't put your head in the sand. Don't believe what I say. Don't believe what the liberals say. Do your own research. We are free thinkers. Uh, Romanelli, free thinker TV. We are free thinkers. That is our job. We are supposed to be free thinkers. We don't need the training wheels anymore. Follow Q, follow Trump, all that. But you don't need them anymore. You're ready. Let's go. If you're not ready, go to episode one and work your way back up. Follow us all on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.